0: Oh, hello everyone. So now we're live. So let's share this so we could reach as much people as we want and as much countries and even to the boondocks if internet is available. Okay, so let's go ahead and share it. So this is our powwow podcasters united too. So let's see what happens. And guys, our listeners and viewers, hang on there. You can do the same for us and share, help us share. Okay, I found it. I found myself, I share it to my group. So yes, you could share it to different groups and then share it to different pages until it tells you that maybe you can't share anymore but right now we're having all our massive cloud infinite help page yeah. there page Good. and yes people can find us also in quantum nurse youtube and that's just the beginning and from my platform please share it to other youtube platforms mm-hmm. okay and i will continue to share as much as you know what i can and my main role is to just keep monitoring all the questions comments and conversations that will be my main role so i'll i'll get myself busy looking at the comments and people sharing because i want this just like last week we want it to be engaging with the listeners and viewers okay all right so Anyway, welcome, welcome to us, and welcome to all out there, listeners and viewers. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. God bless all of us. Power be with us. And I always like, I'm always inspired by sharing um, quotes. And now I have three quotes. Last week I had two. So one is my favorite, is Rumi, and he says, he wrote... um, Raise your raise your words, not your voice. It's the, fl- it's the rain that waters the flowers, not the thunders. So raise your words, not your voice. It's the rain that waters the flowers, not the thunder. And then from the African proverb, it says, truth is like fire. You cannot hide it under dry leaves. Truth is like fire. You cannot hide it under dried leaves. And the third one is for that resonates, especially for Christians. I always remember elders saying truth crushed to earth shall rise again. Truth crushed to earth shall rise again. And that's William Collett Bryant. So. Anyway, to all you listeners and viewers, if you feel like sharing any code to us that keeps us inspired, then feel free, share with us. And uh, we may have some little tech problem right like now. I think Steve disappeared, but Steve will catch up he'll be there. So I we have five, six of us, myself, Grace, Harlot, um, Celeste, Steve, uh, Chris, and Roy, and I'm doing the sequence of saying the names from from the view from my view. But each of us will have different views, and that's a wonderful world because we have so many different views, and all we have to do is be free to share and inspire each other with different views. Because we live in a multi-dimensional situation, realities, and we're feeling it. So let me start and thank you guys okay uh, welcome and now let i'll start by just reading to you a little bit of who celeste is celeste bishop solon is our main is presenter today and with us we'll have a great conversation with celeste so celeste welcome and thank you so much for joining us
1: It's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me, Grace.
0: Uh, It's it's a collaborative invitation from all of us. So I'm just one of the conduits and, you know, I listen to all the messengers and messages, and that's what makes me keep thriving or doing what I'm doing because I just open myself to (laughs) invitations. So, Celeste, throughout history, God has called certain women of God to step out from their household into global stage of history. And Celeste, you became a Christian because of World War II when your family left their faith just in case there was another Holocaust. Providentially, you were invited by a neighbor to go to vacation Bible school where you promptly confessed your sin and accepted Jesus as your personal savior. You were born for such a difficult time like this, and God strategically and gently placed you in careers, events, and situations that are now converging during this end times. And Celeste, you have maintained your strong faith by continual study from the primary languages and concepts of the Bible. You actively explore the depths of faith. Okay, sorry. Oh, I thought Steve was ready. <laughs> Steph some faith and you are an active prayer warrior skilled in the spiritual warfare. But you grew up in a military and governmental home with your father working for the Naval Warfare Center and managing public lands in Washington state in and California. You work for the government Your training and activations include the infamous day of 9-11, flood and earthquake operations, mass casualty exercises, and numerous other operations. So your education and experience in nursing, pediatrics, dentistry, environmental medicine, and alternative medicinal remedies are extensive. So, and Ever since I know you and from what I've read, you have prepped all your life, learned and actively engages engages in the art of prepping, including all aspects of agriculture. So I enjoy it, um, Celeste, when we have a conversation on Skype and we talk about what you're planting, what you're canning, and all about agriculture. So, but... One thing I also admire of you, Celeste, is you go into places where angels fear to tread to bring you the most relevant and practical news and information that you need to make wise decisions during this perilous times. And and then from here, I'll just let you talk more about what you've been doing. Okay, Celeste? So thanks again.
1: So This year has been really busy Uh, it was for all of us, lots of changes in the wind. I guess I'll start off by saying um, as soon as I saw the the pathogen, we'll just say the pathogen uh, breaking in China due to my training, I did know it would go global. There were certain things that I did, um, and one of those is that the patient um, records were online, and I knew that those would quickly disappear once the uh, World Health Organization got boots on the ground. So I grabbed those patient records that were online. Um, I did uh, translate those, and that was really interesting read to find out. What was going on with these patients. And then I also took personal preparations. And well, everybody was like doing Christmas last year, you know, a year ago, you know, right now, uh, people were going to the different stores preparing for Christmas. And I had my basket filled with meat because we all have certain weaknesses in our um, preparedness. And mine, because my husband was killed three years ago, um, was meat uh, before he was a hunter. And I had meat on tap, What you know. So that was my vulnerability. And quite frankly, we need protein in our bodies to be healthy. Um, you can get proteins many different ways, but in my particular body and that I uniquely have, I do need animal protein. So I started stocking up and I have been canning up a storm. I've never canned so much in my own life. And basically, I live here in the Rocky Mountains um, with my little golden retriever, Mississippi. And I am on the front lines of the news. You probably know that already. And um, I do go to places because of my training. I'm aware of certain things. I talk their language. And then what I try to do is educate everyone around the world how to read the language uh, that I know and break very technical things down to a basic level so that the average person can understand. But I do also have a large audience of people that like in-depth. So I think what you need to know is if you would like to follow my work um censorship is getting like the name of the game these days <clears throat> so I do have a censorship free platform and you can join me at celestialreport.com uh, to follow my videos you can um, go to shepherdsheart.life and i that's where you'll find my articles. <clears throat> I haven't done so many articles uh, recently like in the last month or two because I had to do a platform change uh, because of censorship. You know, it's hit or miss. Um, I just had a large interview with David Ike with some breaking news. And after that, um, I got some retaliation by the powers that be. So they um, unleashed omnivore on me and what is omnivore. So it is a more sophisticated uh, surveillance and censorship program than carnivore. Um, and it goes across platforms. Basically it shuts down all your communications. It All my communications from my phone to my internet, to my social media, to my emails, was were shut down for 10 days and they are just now starting to come back And if I would have lived, let's say in the city, um, Omnivore is across the platform. So I would not have been able to get medical help. I would not have been able to use a credit card. Um, That is what Omnivore does. It goes out into every facet of your life. If you've seen the movie, The Last Enemy about total information awareness, um, it's older movie, but it's very well done. Um, it is fictional, but not fictional. And so I got to experience a little bit of what it's like to be shut out of the system that we are opposing. Um, And I do oppose it. I am a grandmother of, uh, of many grandchildren, and I am banned for life from buying groceries in the area that I live, because I refuse to wear a mask. My position right now is that Masks are I did a word study um, on masks and they in the Bible, they are linked to spiritual adultery, lawlessness and wickedness. No exception. Um, There were no positives about wearing a mask. And I go, well, that's interesting. Uh, So then there's the physiological effects. But, you know, for me, spiritual is the most important. Secondarily would be the physical. And then, of course, I refuse to be tested. That's going to be increasing an increasing problem. Um, we'll go into why I refuse to test, in probably in this discussion. And then, of course, I refuse, I am a fierce um, anti-vaxxer. Now, how did I get there? So back, I think it was in the 80s, I went to my GP, and he was dogging me about getting a booster for my DPT shot and it was before cell phones. And so finally, to get him off my back, because you know, you go in there, and every time they're like, back, 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 you know, booster, 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 finally just getting him, get him off my back. I did it. It wasn't very far from the office to my car. It was a very small clinic. It was a one doctor operation. And by the time I got to the car, Um, I was having hundreds of seizures and I knew that it was directly as a result of that vaccination because I was fine. I mean, I had no problem. And then all of a sudden I could not even get out of the car. I couldn't call anybody because I was having hundreds of seizures and it was before cell phones. Uh, So I just sat there. I was actually supposed to be going. I was going to leave the office and go read to a woman who was um, dying of brain cancer. And after I got out of maybe four hours of seizures, um, it left me really confused. Here is a town I live in, I know the way, um, I'm a good driver and I I could barely get to her house. And I did get there, but I was very late and I did read scripture to her. so that's when I realized that, the, that vaccines were dangerous. Um, and after that, I did not, not ever have another vaccination. Now we have a whole different generation of, um, of vaccinations and I'm sure that we're going to get into that discussion. So I guess I'll break for a few minutes and if any of the panel has any questions, I, you know we can start the discussion.
0: Thank you, Celeste. Before we continue, if any of us have something open, let's uh, try to keep all the volumes off because I could still hear a little bit of like echoing, okay? Because your your voice is extremely important. Your presence needs to be really uh, manifested to other people. So go ahead. Thank you. And then um, before, and, and if anyone who was going to speak first, just introduce yourself and tell tell the audience about your, and so Celeste can get to know you more as well.
2: Well, I guess I'll start. Um, my name is Chris uh, Irish, obviously just living in London at the moment. Um, my podcast is called Mind Wars. And um, it's basically in a nutshell, um, uncovering corruption in many forms. It's basically, Unveiling agendas about uh, against humanity that have been going on for decades, hundreds of years. So basically talk about all the areas I'll get people on that are censored because generally they have lots of good stories to actually tell. There's a reason Silicon Valley are censoring and give them a platform and a voice that they can raise awareness to actually what's going on around the world as well. So um, obviously COVID being the big topic at the moment and what a scam it is and all that kind of stuff. So I'm getting loads of factual, loads of truth tellers, loads of people on board to give their, their stories um, and their views worldwide. Um, I'll also go into stuff that anything the media, of course, and governments want to suppress or hide from you. I'll go scampering uh, looking for it. So I've been awake for the best part of 15 years. So when COVID came in, it was just, yeah, I smelled the rat straight away and um I knew what, what was what was pretty much happening. And um, so between the New World Order, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, we can talk about those all day long. All that's been on for decades. United Nations. Um, so that's kind of in a nutshell, really, without elaborating even any more. That's you can kind of get the sentiment of what my podcast is about in itself. Um, but what I want to ask, I mean, I've I've loads of questions to ask Celeste. I mean, things gone by, but I think probably what's more. I mean, I want to get on to stuff like um loads of people know about 201, event two oh one. Not as many I feel know about Clade X, Event 202, stuff like that which we might go into as, as the conversation progresses. But what I'd like to start, which which is very relevant as well, um, which you've just touched on in your intro, Celeste, is um the likes of the, we're all talking about the vaccines, and me being in England at the moment, of course, Pfizer has just been, on unfortunately, England, being one of the first countries in the world to say, yeah, there we go, roll ahead, so on and so on. Um, and of course, Bill Gates, fingerprints all over everything, as we, as we well know by now. But um, what I want to ask before we get into the vaccine part of it is the actual... The testing itself, i.e. say the masks, which I know you've talked in previous conversations about, is about the hydrogel in the masks moving forward as well. But the also is the um, the magnetic beacon. Um, if you could go into areas like that, I think it's actually quite fascinating. And not many people are aware of that kind of area. And I know you go through it in, uh, in good detail. So the actual the testing, because a lot of people I talk to that are on the fence as well, they're kind of saying, well, maybe I'll get the test that that's okay. Just see if I have it or don't have it, even though I'm telling them by no scientist or government has ever been ever proved to exist and this alleged virus. So they say, well, I'm not going to get a vaccine, but I'll get the test and I get this. I said, no, do not get the test. Do not comply, do not get masks, do not do any of it. I said. So I suppose the question is, could you start the conversation, which would probably open a can of worms for other people on the panel as well to ask questions going forward? i.e. starting on with the masks related to hydrogel and all that moving forward and the magnetic beacon regards the testing system moving on as well.
1: Okay, so yes, I believe that the final iteration for the mask will include hydrogel and we'll get into um, my spiel on hydrogel probably when we talk about the, the vaccination. Um, but every time you breathe in, then you will be getting dosed. So that's what you need to remember about the masks. Um, So it will be changing from, you know, do it yourself masks to a global um, mandated type of mask. Um, So then with the testing, there are three dangers that I see right now. Now you need to understand Every day I get scientific journals in my inbox, and um, but I get two big downloads of journals on Wednesdays and Sundays. So I am learning new things. I do not bring information like if there's a study, by it's just one study by a group of scientists or researchers, I don't bring that to the public awareness because, you know, maybe they got a grant, maybe they knew somebody, whatever, you know, Um, I don't feel that it's important. But when I see hundreds and thousands on one topic, then it's time to do a breaking news story. Now that's when, when I discovered about the magnetic tagging. And as soon it was in my inbox, actually that wasn't part of my scientific journals, but I saw it um, on in my inbox and I go, oh my gosh, because, so I'm gonna back up a little bit. So the precursor of the mark of the beast was introduced from the United Nations to the nations Of the world on Halloween 2005. It was originally called the National Animal Identification System. It had three pillars. One pillar was everything belongs to the government, two, everything needs to be electronically identified, and three, 24 7 surveillance. Um, A core of us across the states. were fighting it, and I believe different countries also fought it, but because it was an agenda whose time had come, uh, we were unsuccessful. It did become mandatory in the United States. The program, they changed the name because there was so much public awareness. We were in all the media, um, and so now the program is called Traceability, And it does have all these things. So I became an official lobbyist uh, because if you become an official lobbyist, nobody was paying my, uh, I paid for my own lobbying, uh, nobody else. And um, my business partner could attest to that, but unfortunately she is now with the Lord. But what I found out at that time is Rockefeller had started a program at the same time to barcode all life on earth. And you know he started with insects and butterflies and this and that. and it was really off the scope of um, different people. So if you have watched my David I- recent David Ike video, um, I actually walk you through the different um, locations that you can find documentation about this barcode program. And it was because it was part of the plan that all every single biological thing had to be barcode. And then basically you are owned. And then um, well, we'll go into that in just a second. So um, it's <clears throat> if you want to look up it's eyeball, uh, like I B O L. Uh, you can look up that international barcode for life. There's COBOL, uh, the consortium for the barcode of life. You can look up uh, Rockefeller University and bar, barcode for life. You can look up the new um, iteration, which is BOLD, B-O-L-D, um, and barcode for life. That's the newest one with all the databases and all that kind of stuff. So there is plenty of documentation. One other thing people need to be aware of, um as far as it pertains to this is that in 1975 there were it there was a first um Asilomar, uh, conference. Asilomar is near Monterey, California. It used to be a military base. It is now a conference center where global uh, policymakers meet. It's very lovely location, you know, on the beach. It's it's really wonderful. Um, but they make some really horrendous things. So Asilomar one uh, was to genetically modify all life on earth. And you go, you know, Why would they do that? Because if they tweak um, any, they cannot patent something from God in God's creation. But if they genetically modify you or any creature or plant, then they can patent it. And so that's what we're seeing is this change of ownership right now. The second SLMR conference, oh, the only media to cover it was Rolling Stone magazine. And on the cover, it has, and I do have this, if any of you are interested, um, you idiots, um, that Congress opened basically Pandora's box about genetically modifying all life on Earth. Uh, So they were the only media to cover it. Uh, 2010, there was the second Asilomar conference, that was the geoengineering um, element. And in the days to come before like January 1st, um, I have some homework to do. Um, there's going to be another breaking story about that's equally as big. So if any of you know a big outlet that's interested in breaking this story, I need it to really go big. Um, that the geoengineering component and how what that plays, uh, many of us have suspected, but how does it uh plug and play? Um, that's what is unfolding right now. And then I think it was two, I gotta really look. Um, it's either 2017 or 2018. Um, there was uh, on October 31st, you know, this is the same day. Um, And it was actually about the same time in Poland where um, blockchain, the Ethereum blockchain was, you know, unveiling to the world. Um, There was an artificial um, intelligence framework that would manage everything. So, okay. In a nutshell, why am I against, um, with this background, why am I against testing? One, it is a blood harvesting Um, operation. A lot of people said, Oh, no, no, no. I got this from the United States federal register who said it was a blood harvesting operation. Now, people are coming forward and there there is documentation uh, that it is a blood harvesting operation. And what's so dangerous about that? Well, I just want you to think for a minute, imagine the most evil person in history standing before you? I don't know who that might be, Hitler, Stalin, Mao, you know, whatever country you're in. Would you go naked? I mean, absolutely naked before that evil person. Would you do it? Um, God has given you in your genome, various protections, various secrets, your unique identity to him. And you are basically turning it over to pure evil, like satanic evil, to do research, science, rituals, form weapons against you, modify you. Um, And none of us really knows how far we have to be modified before we are no longer human um, and we turn into a synthetic entity. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is many of the tests, I would say a gr- good portion have a dose of the quantum dot and the hydrogel. And once again, we're going to talk about the danger of that, but that is a DARPA operation. It, they wanted to put chips in people's brains. And, but they didn't want to have to do surgery. So they developed this gel. And this gel is a DARPA thing. And if you follow DARPA at all, you know they love swarms. Uh, you can get a visual of what is happening inside your body. Um, if you go t- on YouTube and watch the slaughter box, it's about eight minutes long um, and it's about drones and what they do. But, this is actually happening inside of you as well as a drone operation outside of you. So that's the, and once you get it into your body, this hydrogel and uh, quantum dot, it grows and I will go into great detail on that. Um, but for now just realize it grows, there is no way to get it out. And then you are magnetically tagged. Um, in about 2006 or 2007, um, there was a military operation. I think it was Operation Chicken, but I can't remember. Anyway, uh, it was DOD. And they could actually tell who was vaccinated and tagged by satellite um, back in 2006 and 7. So they don't really need all these tests and different things because they can tell because what happens is you are implanted with this beacon and once again you it becomes part of you and yes if you have offspring um then it we is transferable to your offspring um it with this new um, nanotechnology they had to come up with a new dye um i did do an extensive article on the fetish that the world powers that be have with dyeing things. Um, and it's Hoder A Time to Die, D-Y-E, and that's at shepherdsheart.life. Um, and you can see that a lot of the biological experiments across the different disciplines use dye. Um, they needed to come up with a new dye. When genetic modification, uh, and they started to introduced that in the 90s to the world. They injected into these genetically modified organisms a fluorescent jellyfish dye. Um, And then they could tell if the genetic modification, if the offspring had it, then it was a successful that genetically whatever they altered was passed down to the offspring. but they couldn't do that with this new nanotechnology. They have a real vibrant color uh, scheme. Uh, So we will be talking about that, you know, during this conversation um, as it evolves. But those are the three reasons that I am firmly against uh, testing. It is a blood harvesting of your DNA and your genome to be done, whatever they want to do with it. Um, And if you trust, the powers that be, I have a bridge to sell you, <laughs> you know, what can you say? And and the hydrogel and um, quantum dot, and, many, uh, and it. it a lot, I get a lot of questions. Does it matter if you get the nasal swab or the cheeks, the cheek swab um, or the blood? No, it does not matter. Um, but if you did get that nasal swab where they push the, the Q-tip way up, um they were getting it very close there's only a very slight um just a sliver between that and your brain now quantum dot and hydrogel by its very nature. It doesn't have to be pushed up into your bl- bl- blood brain barrier. It will naturally do that. It It is, we'll talk about this in this next section, but um, it naturally will go there and swarm and cross your blood brain barrier anyway. But they want to fast track it like warp speed um, if, you, if you get my meaning. So that's my... Answer to
2: that about the testing. Brilliant.
1: Brilliant.
3: Thank you. Well, I would like to ask another topic so that we can uh, discuss a little bit. My name is Hapo Schumacher from Germany, and my podcast has the name Go Your Own Path. And I want to encourage people to get their own perception and take the courage to see the things with their own eyes. And this is uh, very difficult as the uh, as the many people, especially in Germany and all other Western countries have gone through the process of demoralization uh, done by the Soviet Union. And so the people cannot see the truth and the reality anymore. And uh, my target is that the people get the courage, get connected to their heart again and have the courage to see the things and. um, I found a couple of days ago a very interesting article about uh, Microsoft that they have invented in 20 on the 20th June uh, 2019 um, a patent uh, that uh, which is a cryptocurrency mining system that leverages human activities including waves and body heat. So um, and this was on the in June. And then in October, there was the event 201. And uh, this, the idea is that the, the mining of currencies will be done in uh, yeah, by activation, by activities by the human beings. And um, can you tell anything about this? Because I talked to a professional and he said the pattern is there, but it's like the quantum pro- process, it doesn't work. So we would have eight years time. Do you see it in the same way, or do you think do you think it's already uh, so professional that it will come in the next couple of days, a uh, couple of
1: months? Um, I believe that the quantum dot and the and/or hydrogel has that capability to hold information. Um, it's a communication center. And yes, it can be um, a form of cur—you know currency. And that's why I give this example of The Last Enemy. It talks about that and it actually shows that. I mean, it's fictional, but um, you get the idea. So the idea all along was originally they were talking RFIDs, putting that in. And People like in Europe, some places in Europe, they thought it was real cool to get the grain of rice RFID planted, implanted, and then they could go to the bar and they could pay for groceries and stuff like that. That was primitive. This is what they were really uh, had developed all along. Um, They knew that that was just a distraction. Those RFID ships could be dug out, you didn't think it was cool, you decided to change your mind or whatever, um, you could get them out. This uh, uh, hydrogel and quantum dot, you cannot. And I will discuss that in probably agonizing detail in, a, in shortly. Um, but yes, you will be able, it'll hold your health records. You know, these um, passes that were going to be issued are only temporary until everybody gets dosed with their quantum dots and their hydrogel. And um, then you'll, that will be your travel passport and those that do not have it will not be able to travel. Um, it's going to be how you pay for food because because of the pathogens money, credit cards, all that, you know, and this is, it will also be a system that verifies who you are. um, And so it's the perfect system. And so, yeah, it's coming on board and it's coming on with this, with this new thing that we're all facing here soon.
3: So it's, so it looks like that they can also see that, for example, if someone is meditating or trying to to make a connection to the, to the universe. They can see it, and for example, if they don't like it because the vibration is not the one they want to have it, then they can eliminate it, very simple.
1: Absolutely, and that's part of the breaking story that I'm going to be doing, but I'll give you a hint. So when I started to really dig into the journals and what they were saying, the first thing that I noticed, um, <clears throat> I'm a lot like Car- Dr. Carrie Mont and uh, I noticed patterns and what I saw was what they were trying to do with this uh, when they put the quantum dot and hydrogel in us is to change the magnetism of the atoms in our body and the spin. And so right now what I'm doing is some deep research of, okay, what does that mean to us as biological creatures? I mean, This is, they're changing us at the molecular level. And so what are going to be the physiological effects? I'm looking at the spiritual effects, but then we have a complicating factor is there is a convergence of the cycles of time that God initiated at creation. And those are all converging between 2020 and 2050. And that is our magnetosphere is collapsing. The last time was the Younger Dryas. Um, we have a high cosmic, a, a historic high cosmic ray um, coming in. And how, if they change our magnetism as a human, how is that going to play in this these new solar cycles? and the collapse of the magnetosphere, what is that going to do to us as biological creatures? So I'm doing some really deep research on that. Um, There are texts about it, the governments are aware. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the Adam and Eve book or read it. It's about a hundred pages. It was done by a CIA agent and it was classified. My dad basically told me at five years old about this and we had very interesting guests to our house. But it was classified, but recently it was declassified. So you can go to the CIA uh, reading room and download your own PDF of the Adam and Eve story. There is a prelude and there's a postlude and it's kind of sanitized, but you're gonna get an idea of what the CIA, that they knew and were aware of these cycles that would be coming upon us right now and increasing. Um, I just, on a side note, I will say that I moved to Montana and my husband and I bought an off-grid place, log cabin on the top of a mountain at 6,000 feet. And But it was funny because all around us were cabins and they were all owned by CIA. And that's because of this book, called the Adam and Eve story that talks about the, uh, pole, uh, shift and, you know, it's, uh, the repercussions to the world when the pole does shift. And for those of you that are aware, you know, we're in a magnetic excursion right now, we're in a holding pattern, but what happens is there's a holding pattern and then there's a jerk. Nobody really knows what triggers that jerk. And then it will significantly, um, Bump down, and what ha- can happen is that the world can, and there is geologic ice, uh, all the disciplines verify that this did happen um, before. Um, it's it, it gonna have a like a thousand foot wave of water, and it will take it will start in the Pacific. It will wipe out Seattle, that area, over the Cascades. It's going to kind of jump over where I am. That's why they considered this a safe zone. And that's why the CIA had people here. And then it will, it kind of goes over. I don't know what that's called in physics. And then it'll take out the Midwest. It'll take out the East. It'll continue to Europe and wipe out that. It'll just keep going. Um, That's when the megafauna... And megaflora flora were um, destroyed in the last extinction level event. And right now we are in the sixth, we have begun the sixth uh, extinction level event. And all cultures, or many cultures, and most religions believe that this is the last cycle. Um, you know, in there they point to their own religious texts or legends, and so they believe that evil is going to be cut cut. So um, uh, this is Satan. Satan has only a limited time to get his job done. So I hope um, that it helps answer.
3: Yes, because now I have no I know I have the courage to share a very provocative theory. Um, because um, the North and the South Pole, normally we, th- we think that the North Pole is in the North and the South Pole in the South, uh, so uh, Greenland and Antarctica, but in reality, the North Pole and the South Pole are so close that, for example, the, the, the gap of the sea between Australia and China is only the gap between them. And um, the elite, in question mark, um, thinks that there is a correlation between carbon dioxide and, man, and uh, the magnetic field, and as they don't have the possibility to go in the shift because we are soul beings, we have the possibility to to, to connect us to the creator, but they don't have it. They try to they try to establish around the world uh, an artificial magnetic system in order to in order to hold this as long as possible. Do you know anything about that? because I only know it as a theory, so far.
1: I don't, but I think because I'm digging into this and doing deep research on this whole thing about magnetism, I'm sure it's going to come out. Um, I the, About the only thing I know at this point is that when the pole does shift, um, the magnetic pole is going to be in what is akin in the United States to the Bermuda Triangle, only it's known as the Devil's Triangle, kind of in Indonesia, that's all I know at this point, other than just, you know, I keep track of at the uh, the World Magnetic Model, 20, let's see, it was 2020, but it, it was released in December of uh, 2019. So, at this point, I don't have that, but I might be coming across that. I do believe whats what we're seeing play out before us right now is an alternative or sin, what I call a synthetic reality. So that would go along with what you were saying.
3: And another question is what I have is, because in my opinion, there are already possibilities that nothing of these things need to happen because there is, uh, I saw. I say the water technology. Yeah, the water is uh, very. Uh, is the most modern and most advanced technology we what we can get because it can already. It can uh, water has the possibility to copy a human cell completely. Yeah, and w- why is this knowledge? Because it is there. Because I see it in the Aquaman, and I know it from different sources from different countries that the technology is already existing. Um, why is this not possible to get this technology? Because there are good people and there are bad people, yeah. And, uh, and I think we are normal people, and we have to do. The, at the moment, it looks like we do the we do the whole job. But I think in the in the behind the scenes, there are many many good people with power working on the same thing. So, the question is, where are they? <laughs>
1: What I'm seeing, what I'm seeing is like, I've never seen evil to this degree and water is going to play an important part. And that's going to be part of my breaking news for like January 1st. Um, I am watching them restructure every single facet of earth and including water. And the thing that, uh, turned me on to it was so I was at a friend's house in Washington state and I was reading my journals and I saw that they had restructured light. And so I started digging into it. I haven't even been able to finish it because all this is, you know, takes deep research. Then you have to get the word out and it's just like, and you have to live life. You have to be balanced in what we're doing. Otherwise you can just get lost in a, in a dark place And so we have to do things to be a human. Um, So I did find overwhelming evidence that they had restructured light. Well, I can tell you that I will be sharing evidence that they are restructuring water. And they are using it for evil purposes, not the way that God originally intended. So water is on the docket. And even air, uh, there was a consortium of um, like... It was California, Oregon, Washington, British Columbia, possibly Idaho. I can't remember who the original players were. It's about 20 years old, this consortium. And they actually sold a quart jar of air to Beijing, a quart jar of air, for $950. And when they did that, that set the precedent that soon we will have, at some point, we would have to pay the United Nations for the very air that we breathe. So everything is, everything is being um, tagged and uh, put into this blockchain and it has value. And we're gonna, in the end, when the when it's totally rolled out, we will be paying for everything. And and then we will be told when we can live and when we die, you know, it's kind of like that soil and green type thing, you know, when our carbon credits are used up, we go into the big screen TV room and they usher us out, you know,
3: Thank you. I have many questions, but we can do it later on. I give the chance to to someone else. Thank you so much.
0: I'll wait for my comment uh, later as well. But I just want to let you know that people from all over the world are watching right now and uh, making some, you know, thumbs up, hearts up. And some of of them we know, some of them you don't know. And uh, I keep trying to Send it and share it because others want to have the access. Okay, so continue.
4: (laughs) I guess I'll go. Celeste, honor to be here. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm I'm Steve Fierro. My podcast is Awakened Mind. And I've been watching you, and I really like your videos. I kind of want to go back because you work for FEMA. So my question is like 3 in 1, but one of that one part is I was watching all these um you know recreational facilities that there's apparently 850 850 FEMA recreational facilities spread around the uh United States and that there were videos of people driving by endless plastic containers could be large coffins uh whatever and I just want to know if that was all real and part of FEMA, and did you see it, and can you acknowledge that? And then also you. Let, no, let's
1: l- let's take one at a time. Uh,
4: okay.
1: Yeah, uh, just it helps me to be clear. So I am not aware of any of that, and I did not participate in any of that. Um, what the things that I were was told. Well, one, I have to be very careful because it is illegal. Uh, they made it illegal about four months ago for anybody that had any government uh, position to talk about anything classified or unclassified. So I have to be very careful uh, with what I say. I and I don't represent the agency nor the views of the agency. Um, it's been over a decade uh, since I had anything to do with the agency, so um, all I can say is, from my understanding, um, it the recre it, it's public reception centers. They are public reception centers. That happened. That name came about after Hurricane Katrina and it was in case of uh, a nuclear incident um, that children would not, they would be at school and if the environment was not safe um, for any reason, then they would not be reunited with their parents, but they would go to facilities. Of course, then there's also if you are a resistor, um, you would not, if this is unlike World War II, you would not be, it would not be a labor camp. It is a depopulation center. And so that's all I can say about that.
4: Okay. And then um, in one of your recent videos, you were looking at the World Economic Map as you're like an expert at and you're signed up and you get updates. So this was about, sort of the food and going to a metric system. And I've also heard where you're saying we're going off a GDP, gross domestic product type of economy, that's part of the reset and they want to do it like what Hartmut said, where um, I I forget the word you use, but it's some sort of like human quantum economy. But my main question is, I know everything is inverted satanically and everything's a Trojan horse, But in the things you showed me, you know, they talk about feeding 9.8 billion people and small farms, and we know Monsanto has control of the seeds and and all that. So in some ways, we always know they make it look good, and it's, you know, for the betterment of humanity. But the things in that video that you showed, um, it did look like, are they, you know, we're talking about depopulation, and they're sending in this Trojan horse of feeding you know, 9.8 billion people by the year 2025 or whatever it is. So, so there was that because, you know, can we trust any of it or, uh, you know, is this really, really that they want to basically start eliminating a, a large part of the poor population? And secondly, you mentioned a blockchain baby being produced and that sort of like really was, I was like, you know, if you, if anyone has read a uh, brave new world, or um, are familiar with that? Are you saying that they created a like a human being, the first blockchain human being? Is that what you meant by that?
1: Yeah. So it, you know, blockchain is a contractual agreement. I don't know honestly all the details of um, the baby if it was laboratory generated, but I do know um, the military. And I still continue taking military courses. And there's something called the old humans and the new humans. And that is really important for the Agenda 21, 2030. Now they have moved up their timeline to 2025. So all the global people have moved up their timeline from 2030 to 2025. So how does this pertain to humans? So, what they have to do is depopulate all the old humans that are not um, that are not that were created in the old God system. And so that's why they have to get rid of all of us with a special emphasis on little children because they're considered the remnants. They're considered, um you know, they're going to grow up, but they're not wanted. So, In the next four years, we are going to see horrendous, horrendous depopulation operations. They only have four years to do it. What is a new human? A new human is not created by a man and a woman. Um, It is created in a laboratory. It is enhanced and augmented and part of the quantum um, B system, new world order, whatever you want to say. Um, that is the definition by the military of the new human so what we're going to see are these operations to in many different forms uh, vaccination is one a year ago August I told my followers it was the first year of famine and they kind of looked at me like I was a loon because they could still go to the grocery store you could get anything you want there was you know It was abundance or the appearance of abundance. But what I based that on was a United Nations report that I discovered um, that said that they wanted to start selling food by the one one thousandth of a calorie. Just think about that for a minute. One one thousandth of a calorie is how you will buy your food in the future. And DARPA, on the other hand, about the same time, DARPA came out and said, we want to sell food by the molecule. So I knew that there was going to be a disruption in the way that we purchase food. And that happened with the pathogen. Um, And if you go to the World Economic Forum, you see the spike protein and the disruption all around of every single thing. And one of those things is how we buy food, what we consume for food, what type of food. Um, The first, in the the United States, the first um, um, laboratory-generated food factory is under construction. And you are not going to be getting the amount. you are. Uh, the Russians did a really great study um, that said, basically, we need 1,500 calories a day to survive. That's uh, the people in the um, concentration camps probably had a little bit less than that. But what they're talking at 1,000th one, one of a calorie and... Um, by the molecule, we are going to be getting, I'm going to turn my phone off because it keeps dinging here. Um, It, we're not going to get that much food. Uh, I saw recently that in the, probably the next year, you are going to be allowed um, two ounces of a laboratory or insect protein a week. And then another UN document said that you would be allowed 35 grams of um, other food, including a a carbohydrate, no sweets, um, 35 grams. That's not very much. And you would only be allowed that every 21 days. So basically uh, it's, it's unbelievable. And then we're going into disasters that, because of these these cycles of times and earth changes and cosmic changes, um, and you know the coming uh, grand solar minimum, food is going to be harder to grow and access anyway. Even if we have, if we just put the UN and the elite over there, it would still be a challenging time. And in those times. a person needs three to 6,000 calories a day. And, you know, we'll be lucky if we get a couple calories. That's why I'm really, really emphasizing to everyone, please uh, grow your own food, even if it's one plant to start with. I have potatoes growing in my windowsill right now. Um, because it, you don't snap your fingers and learn this overnight. It, It's a trial and error. Uh, learn while crafting. There are weeds, as long as they're not sprayed heavily. Um, we can talk about that whole agenda too. But that are food and medicine and can supplement your diet. Um, they, our meat supply is in peril. They have genetically in... So in 1995, when people were just starting to get computers, I went to the UN Convention of Biodiversity. And on their front page, I do have a hard copy of that, uh, but it's been purged at this point, that they were going to deploy deploy a military term, genetically modified organisms throughout the world. Um, into the forests, especially because they they knew that people during the Holocaust ran to the forests and other persecutions. um, And they wanted to take that off as a source. And so about two years ago, it was either this year or last year, but I think it was last year, uh, I started to see they put up signs in Montana, that chronic wasting disease, and that before you ate, any animal that you killed. You should send the brain in. Um, For those of you that are not familiar with chronic wasting disease, it basically eats holes in your brain. It's a slow process. If you were a hunter, you would really uh, not necessarily know that that animal was infected. Um, It's a prion disease, or that's what we've been told. And that then it would start to do the same thing to you. It's a slow and agonizing death in um, in humans. It's called Jace, Jacob Crusick's.
3: <clears throat> Jacob's. And
1: and there's a there is a fish version of it. So um, they've kind of take and then to top it off in Montana, our governor just signed this summer that they can do a. Um, they are releasing biological weapons in the wildlife of Montana. So, for what purpose, I don't know. But this was at the governor's order, and so you're not going to know which one of the animals, if you're hunting a deer, was you know has contracted this um, biological weapon, and how was it um, how was it done? I don't know. I just saw the order from the governor. Um, and then tried to get the word out. So we can't be sure about our um, meat supply. But if you did have a farm yourself, you could grow your own food. It is challenging now. Uh, it's hard to be a shepherdess in this environment because their feed, their water, you guys all know the geoengineering. It's a, like a toxic environment and it's getting more toxic by the day. But that said, the food that you grow is going to be much cleaner than anything that you can get um, at in any commercial store or even at a farmer's market. It is my recommendation at this point, after January 1st, if you buy anything at a store, and I don't care what they say, it's organic or whatever, if you even have access to a store, that it is a depopulation tool, you might as well drink poison or shoot yourself. Because-, that's um, it's,
4: because it's, Is it's, that because there's hydrogel in the food?
1: Um, and other and other things, yes. Absolutely, They there is, it will look like food, but it isn't food. I can kind of tell you a primitive uh, example Uh, Just for those that find this hard to believe. So when I was a young child, um, a family favorite were, um, what do we call them? I don't know. They were pastries and they were stuffed with uh, real flaky pastry and it had uh, whipping cream inside. I keep thinking scones, but that's because I made scones yesterday, but it wasn't. um, I can't think of a name. Anyway, so and i hadn't had them for years and it was a real treat for us to get those you know you got them maybe once every year maybe once every five years but it was a real it was really special so one day in the 80s i saw these oh horns cream horns that's what they were called um so i saw them at my grocery store and i go and it was going to be Shabbat, so I was going to have a lot of people, and I entertain. Uh, so I bought a package, and they were really expensive. I mean, it was like eight dollars for four of them. But I could set thought, well, I'll just cut them up, and um, slice them up, and it just brought back a ton of wonderful memories for me. I get home, and I find out that this cream horn had a little dab of cream on the end, but it was all hollow inside. It was just like they were charging this unbelievable amount and it wasn't even what it was what I thought it was. It was a, the image of what I remembered, but it was not you know, what I remembered. And just think if that that's gonna happen to every single thing. An apple is not an apple, a piece of meat isn't a meat, rice isn't a rice. It's going to be I could show you stuff that would curl your hair. I've got tons of documentation on that. So gotcha.
4: thank you for answering that. Roy, you go next.
5: Yeah. Um, I suppose a lot of people, because of the last eight months, they're terrified after listening to this, they're probably frozen. You're well connected. What what is positive out there? Like can you see people that are fighting this and making change? Because obviously we are to get messages out, but Absolutely. more needs to be done. So,
1: uh, you know, my dad did set me on his knee at five and he was in naval warfare at the time. And he said, this is going to happen on your watch. Be ready. And so I just acquired all these skills, you know, nursing, organic farming, making my own medicine by wildcrafting, cooking from basics, how to store things right, how to make things. And nobody wanted those skills. I mean, I've been doing this for a long, long time, and but nobody was interested. Now, this year, people are interested. They are open. They are networking with one another. They're learning how to make bread. They're learning how to store things. They're canning for the first time. Um, It's so exciting and beautiful to see. And then there's wonderful relationships. Like, I wouldn't have met you if if this hadn't happened. I wouldn't have met Grace if this hadn't all happened. And so, we can celebrate being a human and um, people are open. People are open. A lot of people over time had gotten jaded from their religious establishment, but now people are open. Whatever faith that you follow, people are open to it because they want hope. Um, And they know that this evil isn't right. And um, so this is going to be a bit shocking. Uh, so one of the things that I learned where I worked, let's just put it that way, is that 3% of people will do something all the time. It means they're consistent, either in their faith and their whatever. Uh, 7% of people will do something once or twice, like write the their senator or do something proactive. Um, And this is doesn't matter what discipline or is a faith or volunteer organization or or government work or whatever. um, But 90 percent of people will do nothing, even if it means the death of themselves and their loved ones. And so as we try and wake people up um, or, you know, there's only so much of us, we have to realize that those are the whole hard, cold facts. And so it is better for us. And I've tested it. I trusted it when I learned it. I tested it in all different disciplines, sectors, um, and it was just the way that it was. So what I'm learning to do is to reach those people. Really, my focus is the 3%. And then if I if I have time, I reach out to the 7%. And the 90% uh, that aren't going to do anything, um, there's not much time. We can waste a lot of time. There's people that will consume your time and you don't have time. I mean, we there are people that will do something, have kinetic activity from the information that you're getting. And I mean, it's really hard for me as a shepherdess because I want all the all the chick, baby chicks to come along. Um, but the, the hard cold reality is not all the baby chicks want to come and that's their free choice and free will. Uh, so we have to focus on really heavily the 3% and, and you know, in a circle, then the 7%. And then if we reach somebody in the, that just happens to be out there in the 90% and then they want to do something active, um, then that's great. And I really encourage that. But we can't have false expectations, and we are all of us are just limited in time and resources, you know, to reach out to people that that really will not do anything with the information we give them. So what I encourage people is to share, like grace, share, share, share. Um, that's you know, that's what we do. Um, and so I hope that answers your question.
5: Like yeah yeah like I mean unfortunately a lot that aren't awake they've been conditioned to behave like that you know there's a load of subliminal messages in all the programming and everything like what I'm really trying to find out is you're connected at high levels in different organizations I mean I've investigated the EU the UN every single thing is corrupt the whole lot of them are infiltrated but what I'd like to know is is there a percentage that are in there. That hate it and want to help us, or are they all bad boys?
1: So I was called out in 48 hours uh, because it was going south, and I knew it. Um, of course, I went into it because the Holy Spirit had told me to go into it. So I already knew uh, the organization before I went into it, and that it was a season. I never could have fore- uh, foretold what it, what, how it would end, um, but. I doubt that there's very many people um, that are good that are there and to be perfectly honest with the testing and with the vaccine coming um, as it consumes you and destroys your biological and spiritual self, um, even those, if they go along with the testing and the vaccine, uh, you will see them change before your very eyes. So there's not many, uh, very few, very few.
3: May I have my uh, may I ask
5: a question? And regarding telling people what's Please. going on, sorry, they're just the last one. Okay. Regarding telling people, I mean ev- event two oh one, agenda twenty thirty, all these different things. Is that to instill fair in people that every single thing is available what they're doing? Even all the I mean, I've listened to your David Icke interview and all the different things are on websites for us to see. So it's not as if they're hiding these things. Is that to instill fair so that we get the wrong frequencies?
1: Yeah, they want us to be fearful. Most definitely, they want us to be fearful. Um, but I believe that when we have the information, we can live above fear. And that's why the spiritual element is so critical um, because they say that there's nothing new under the sun, but that's in the physical. In the spirit, we have unlimited potential. And so, if we, when we press into our spiritual self, Um, I believe that we can overcome anything. And if we lose our lives in this, I believe there's, you know, we have eternal life. So I'm going to be with Jesus myself for eternity. So, you know, this life has been wonderful, but eternity, I'm not going to have to battle this beast system, this new world order. Um, And so I'm kind of at this point looking forward to it where I didn't used to kind
5: of have that viewpoint okay thank you
3: I wanted to ask something concerning the depopulation uh, because there was there was there is a homepage which is called deagle.com. and this on the website it, it is gone already but there was a, there was this page in which they show the decreasing in percentage in every country interesting to note was that there were three or four countries, which had no decreasing. Um, I don't know, I, uh, one, I don't know it for sure. I think one was Pakistan and one was, um, maybe Indonesia. I don't, uh, Malaysia, Russia, I don't know. I think was
5: another one. Russia, and was Russia was has only
3: 1%. Yeah. 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 And my question is, how does it come that the, the population is so, uh, different in different countries? Yeah. Because uh, in, yeah, this is what I didn't understand so far or. Do you have any clue or do you have any idea why there is so a gap, for example, Germany, UK, 70%, and then, for example, Russia,
1: 1%? So, uh, so there have been beta tests, and it's the same way in the United States. So different states would beta test different things, and it was kind of a patchwork thing so that one, uh, if they did like a mass, experimentation over the world, people would wake up and notice. But, you know, if they did it in a small community, if they did it in a state, you know, here and there, um, every country has their own set of beta tests. And so it's the, it follows the same model um, so that nobody, you know, if people get thrown off, like, why isn't it consistent across? Well, there's things such as sovereignty, reporting, you know, how do these nations interact with the United Nations, and, you know, the accuracy of their reporting. Don't forget the numbers that we see um, when they start throwing numbers up at the beginning of the pathogen, I didn't even look because it's fake. I mean, there's so many deep fakes that you really cannot believe the numbers. But I do believe that different countries had different um, beta tests. But I believe in 2021, we are going to see with the Great Reset, the fracturing of sovereign nations and this um, amalgamation of all of the countries of the world under United Nations or elite control. I don't know, you know, as the United Nations World Economic Forum, you know, that whole like those guys, um, and they're invisible, invisible uh, policy makers that we never see. So I believe that one, we can't trust the numbers that you're seeing, and two, that in this next year during the Great Reset, which they're they're really ramping up for for January, you are going to see a breaking of sovereign, sovereign countries.
3: And, um, easy question, Trump is not the one who wants to rescue us. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> like we, saw, we saw that the deep state is splitted in an old generation and a new generation, but they have the same target.
1: It didn't really matter who no. got in. So when yeah. I... Uh, would sign in where I worked before you sign in under the president's picture and there's like this 30 page contract. And, you know, there was a time that I would have to sign in under Obama and it was really disgusting. I didn't like it, Uh, but you had to do it. Um, But then when it was Bush, I felt better. But then through experiences, many experiences, I learned that it didn't matter that with Obama, it was going to be in your face with Bush. It was behind closed doors. And that's basically the agendas moving forward in all of our countries. The only difference is, is it going to be in your face Um, or behind closed doors, these decisions, um, that's the only difference. So I know that many people don't like that message, but that has been my experience over the years. And I have been in some of those closed door meetings where everything was decided that should have been decided by the people. And it wasn't. It was all pre-decided and what we saw were dog and pony shows, smoking mirrors, bread and circuses.
0: Okay.
3: So there is no country where, where you can say, okay, let's go this
1: way. <laughs> well Spiritually is where we have to, our refuge and oasis is spiritual. And that's why nourish your spiritual self. You know, don't get so caught up in following news or whatever uh, ground yourself. People go, how do you go to such dark places and be happy and joyful and have peace? And that's because I I, lo- I have passions about my guard- organic gardening. I live in a vacation destination. I have beautiful mountains jetting up with snow covered peaks. Um, I watch the wildlife. I take hikes. I have a little dog and um, I love to cook. I love flavor, I love hearing birds. So there's many things I'm passionate about and that keeps me balanced uh, for the dark places that I have to visit.
3: We said, um, my, my lady and myself, we have uh, established a meditation center 20 years ago and we said a beacon of light stands in the mar- in most dark, in the darkest in the most dangerous situations or places. So this is and and there is uh, there are in the spiritual world they say also that there are only fifteen people, fifteen percent of the people on this planet have souls and eighty five percent are not. And uh, the situation is they are looking they are looking for the fifteen percent.
1: Yeah, that is part of this uh, yeah. blood harvesting, I do believe is that they can tell through our blood, where we are spiritually, and then they can form weapons to aim at um, the pineal gland, the hippocampus, and the various organs in our body that help us connect uh, and communicate. You know spiritually.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'd like to agree with uh, you know all of your comments. But right now, let me just respond to hermits because. I believe that um, we just need that little percentage and that's like a, that will give us a quantum power and expansion effect, okay? Because when it is that we, and we have to go back to that pre-matter consciousness where we originally were created. And so when uh, Celeste said, oh, you know, that it wouldn't be Trump or it wouldn't be, I really don't believe that there's no there's be one person who could come and save us. And that's why for all of us, no one is coming to save you. So each of us have to do the work of saving ourselves. And we really have to start taking command in everything and in all little ways. Because again, I, I believe that we came in here, we decided to come here as we have a contract our soul subcontract and said okay well i'm gonna come to this lifetime and do a podcast <laughs> so, so you know all these little things and when we come when we say what we want to do we better do it out of heart out, out, out of our heart out of our love so then we could be our best um, messenger and and when um celeste and some of you said that the creation right i um I, I don't have all the research, but do yourself your due diligence to study on your own, because I think one of the secrets to survival is studying, studying research, 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 conversations. And they said that if, if the world, if the galaxy of it was created from that eternal perpetual consciousness, It doesn't mean that creation cannot happen again and again and again. And I think last week, right, Harmut and others, we said that the solution, one solution is creation. And and just like for mothers who have delivered natural birth and for those who didn't deliver natural birth, just raising a child is that we go through so much difficulty to be, to, to conceive, some of us, okay, to just a lot of difficulty giving birth, and when you give birth, it could feel like you give your life. Is I always remember why my, some mothers will say, I should have killed you when you were small, <laughs> you know, when we were misbehaving, Is because of that so difficult path. And yet, out of that difficult path, there's always something there that gives us hope. And for me, coming together like this, sharing that well, hello, let's go back to our original self or our original blueprint of infinite, con- you know, consciousness. Although I'm sure people will ask this question: if God, in and whatever you call that infinite God source or infinite consciousness how come this satanic things are happening so i and and i know most people say it it can't be but now i believe it is happening it can happen but should we continue to let it happen and not say anything that's a whole different ball game right okay so i'm gonna let steve in and feel free
2: just got a question uh celeste um, I know we want we're all interested and intrigued as to get onto the vaccine question, how vital and important it is and for you to go through it. But just before we touch on that topic itself, um no introduction needed for Klaus Schwab, of course, but um he's been coming out a lot lately, more so than in the past in his previous books and all that as well. And he's been coming out saying, uh, and generally as we know when these people they, they give us clues and that they actually tell us themselves as to what is coming ahead. But the one thing amongst other things he talks about, I mean, you're talking about the the food supply and the chain and all that, which has been breaking down in lots of places, lots of evidence in New Zealand, different places around the world. But what the question is, is he has said that what we see at the moment, i.e. coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever we want to call it, he said, this is absolutely nothing. We have seen nothing yet. The next big one we have to already prepare for is the massive cyber attack that's waiting around the corner from us. And from your information background and knowledge could you give us any insights on what you vision and see or how close we are to basically this uh cyber attack happening because it's not just a case of the internet maybe going down for a few days or a few weeks it's people who have been storing food in places around the world supplies and all that as well they're all going to completely unless they've generators or some other way of powering it they're all going to go down as well and all the food supply has been stored and hibernating and stuff that's all going to go as well so What's your insights or can you give us anything on the cyber attack situation before maybe we move on to the vaccine?
1: So basically I have been in meetings and the powers that be are hardened. So they are not going to be affected. Um, Even at the nano level, um, those nanoparticles are getting their energy either from the environment or if they're inside of us, they're harvesting their energy from us. So in the event of a cyber crash, it would more than likely be the average person like you and me. It's not going to be the powers that be. They are hardened and that goes for the same for electricity. They have uh, redundant systems all in place. So it's just going to be the average person, the man and woman on the street around the world um, that is going to be without the technology, so to speak. And then, of course, when they come back online, it will probably be a blockchain vaccine, hydrogel, quantum dot, you know, it's going to be a new system for you to even enter into. And it's important for everybody to realize that blockchain is a contractual agreement. So every single thing that you do or participate in is a uh, contract. And so you really need to know that. Uh, So gone are the days that, you know, handshake deal or you know, I give you a pound of rice, and you give me, you know, some beef or whatever. Um, they want everything accounted for and um, and monitored and dispensed by the government. See, that was the that's why I gave you guys the background of um, the traceability and national animal ID because they feel that everything it belongs to them. And it's kind of like my dog. Uh, I love her dearly. She's two years old. She goes, what's mine is mine, mom. And what's yours is mine. And that's kind of the philosophy that they have. And I go, where did you get that Miss (laughs) Dippy? I didn't teach you that. But uh, just the very nature of her being a, a dog that and she says, well, mom, that dessert looks really good or that steak looks really good, mom. And that yours is mine because I wolfed mine down in two seconds. So that's kind of where
2: we're at. And how close do you feel it's going to be in 2021? Or have you any insight? I think we're parallel?
1: going off the cliff on the January 1st. The, the indications. So usually I get a update from the World Economic Forum once a week. They have now bumped it up to twice a week. And it's like, oh, Katie, bar the door, here we go. We're going off the cliff on January 1st. Uh, They're talking great reset next month. And there is a new Davos. Remember all this really started where we were starting to piece things together with the Davos meeting last year. God help us, they've got another one scheduled next month. It's a virtual one, but it is going forward. And so they, like I said, I believe that it's going to be a totally synthetic world. That it's almost like a parallel universe. It's going to be. If you think that 2020 was weird and strange and hard to negotiate, 2021 is going to be um, unbelievable.
2: The show has just begun.
1: Yeah.
0: So, before uh, before any of the panelists. Uh, say anything let me just share with you some comments and then any of you can respond okay so it says um george says do we expect civil unrest for the near future then it he also said that what celeste is saying is true for all the critical infrastructures but not for the general population and the governors are already saying the, the the that would shut off water and electric for people who won't conform to masks and vaccines. And he's talking. He's he's from United States, so you know, she's, any any of us can respond.
1: So it's absolutely accurate. Um, everything from turning off. Uh, utilities to they're gonna play hardball um, even when so during the precursor of the mark I work with a representative and senators uh, to do a bill that would prevent such a thing of course it didn't it didn't work but in our initial my business partner and I met with the representative and his aide and we said okay if push comes to shove, and the government says, uh, if you don't comply with us, if the state government doesn't comply with the feds um, and the feds say, we're going to shut everything off, we're going to shut off all the money, we're going to shut off the it, it help, we're going to shut off disastrous assist, assistance, no fun, you know, funds for highways and all this. And he looked at me and he said, quite frankly, we would have to cave. So that's basically where we're at. Um, They are going to, you are going to be laid siege to in your home. Many people say, um, well, there's in a lot of states, if you're not compliant, you can be removed from your home, whether you are a renter or an owner. Um, there are laws around the world to remove you from your home under communicable disease, um, and you're a threat and a menace to society uh, by not complying. So yeah, it's very real. And and I'll read. There were there
0: are many people watching us in YouTube and sharing their comments and said, um, you know, and yes, one of them said that he he because. She wa- he watched that Celeste and Ike video, and it led us to here to our podcast. And it says, Earth chances, Planet X might supersede a strict enforcement enforcement of this." And so then I am going thinking more on the side of weather modification. And Robert Sickler says hi. Is a lot podcaster and note, and then Dragon Slayer Six says noticing a lot of these virus breakouts are in food processing facilities. Hmm. Then he further said, you really need a biblical view to understand the evil thrives for a short time in the end times. It's in the book of Revelation. If you are not a Christian, you'll not understand this. And then Kearney says, the Lord Jesus Christ warned the people that these hard things would happen so they would not be offended when they do. But if you don't believe the Bible, this will not help you. Then he says, "I tried a uh, dragon slayer says, I try to only buy local, small town here in Canada. So thank you for for all, for all those sharings and comments. And, and th- thanks for doing whatever you guys are doing to all our listeners and viewers. Whatever you are doing in your own little way, whether it will be just for yourself or for your family, whether someone knows it or not know it, thank you. Because that is what we need to do okay grassroots mass education empowerment enlightenment and then practice day-to-day life daily habit is crucial no one can take any of our spirit away no one can take our creativity away unless we allow it and it's okay that's part of their creative satanic what they sign up but We'll, we We could just match it in such a powerful, loving way like what we're doing now.
1: So I've got one insight in one of those comments is the reason that the the meat packing plants are closed down is part of the disruption for the food supply is to put in artificial intelligence and robots in the place of humans. You see, and then I just saw the uh, this week, the first articles coming out that doctors and nurses and primary care uh, providers are going to be replaced this year by robotics, um, so this is all by design and plan. so that's they are getting rid of our ability to take care of ourselves and it's not business as usual. What they're doing is um, trading in uh, the jobs that humans used to do and turning it over to a robotic world and um, so that's what's that's what's going on.
3: Are you talking about uh, agenda 2045?
1: the the closing of the meat packing plants and then the the reason that they did that was not for the pathogen it was to to transfer over and put in robotics in place of humans so yes because human, it, humans have you know, they're frail, they can get disease, they can get the pathogen, this and that. So we have to have robotic everything, robotic agriculture. If you dig under OPAD pad um, in the World Economic Forum, you can see that the whole plan is to replace all of our jobs with robotic jobs, with, with relatively few uh, um, actual people working in any type of thing. Um, As far as militaries, just so you know, the Navy is the leader of the pack. Uh, They want to be, um, they will be the first military to go completely autonomous, uh, no human in the loop. So that is the goal for the Navy. Um, And the other uh, branches of the military are not far behind. So...
3: There, and the 5G has here also specific frequencies, also concerning the power which we, which will have, and I think the the last um, the last stage of the 5G is not for human at all. Yeah,
1: not for human. Yeah, not for yeah, human.
3: That says everything.
4: Celeste, uh, is I there any cool. what?
0: No, go ahead, okay.
4: Steve. Oh, sorry. Um, There's a theory that if you take the vaccine, this is more of a spiritual thing that, and if you believe in cloning, apparently they already have the ability to, you know, take someone's consciousness and transfer it into someone else's, uh, into a clone, uh, as long as that person is sleeping, I think, or uh, alive. So there's a theory that if you take the vaccine, once you take it, you're vulnerable to having, you know, you're not being in the normal Death and your soul going to the other side sequence, where you're. It's there's a story that perhaps your soul could be captured. Do you, have you heard anything about that? And that the big decision is if you really stand your ground, that you might have to choose whatever, whatever comes without taking the vaccine. If you if you don't want that possibility,
1: I definitely believe that that is the case that your spirit is um, taken uh, it, that you're no longer human. You're not no longer uh, a human that is created in the divine image of God and breathing the breath of life that you become a synthetic entity. That's not immediate, but it does happen uh, fairly quickly and you would not be a human, and you would not. um, I, My personal belief is you would have eternal life, but it would be an eternal life in hell. I believe all life is eternal. It's where are you going to spend that time? Are you going to spend it with Jesus Christ, or are you going to um, spend it in hell? And these are evil people, and a lot of people are coming up with excuses. Oh, I have to take it. Uh, for surgery. I have to take it because I have to work. I have to take it for like um, my my children to pick them up at school. The problem with this is, is then they write me afterwards and they're begging me. They said, after I took the test, I now I'm ill and I can't get better. And I can can only offer them limited hope because as far as I know, there's no physical way um, and that there's consequences when you had the option to do your due diligence and learn um, feigning that you did not know is not going to cut the mustard. You're going to either be on the side of God or or, or Satan. Um, And that's what we're deciding when we monkey with the test, but more importantly, the, the vaccine.
4: I see. So is in the dialogue about a new earth and an, and an awakening um, do you believe that essentially we get past this and the people that are consciously aware and maybe vibrating at a higher frequency go to a a different dimension and, and that this earth continues in a very 3d stuck in 3d place, Uh, you know, spiritually there's a divide. Um or not. I'm just curious.
1: So I believe in the biblical worldview, which says that, you know, there's gonna be Armageddon, this big showdown between God and Satan. Um, and humanity's caught in the middle, you know, they're they're they've taken one side or another. And then it's going Jesus Christ will come back, he'll reign for a thousand years, then the Satan will rise up again. Um, and that for a short brief time and then he'll be defeated in the lake of fire and then um then there is a new heaven and a new earth and i do believe that we will be those that are on god's side will live have live in a like a paradise for a time in a physical body the bible talks about a new body and, and so a new vibration and all. Um, but then I, I, I'm really, and I don't know this for certain, that there at some point we will not be a body because it also talks about um, worship in spirit and in truth as, as he is spirit. So that at some point we're not going to even need a physical body and that it will be spirit to spirit, you know, not, we're not God, but we will be not need a physical form any longer. But I don't think it's not going to be like it is now. um, Most definitely.
4: Okay. Thank you.
0: I like to share what um, Celeste said when you said you're good in seeing patterns. Well, I see, I, Look at things that way as well. So for those who watch movie a lot, so before I wasn't paying attention when you know they have a lot of superpower movies, and then one of them will have half half the hand, half the leg. So then you know because they portray in movies like that, and you really like get enamored, like get attracted that oh it's so nice. Maybe you want a part of that as well, but. I keep thinking that that could be just one way that they're just like indoctrinating putting it in our mind conscious mind and eventually subconscious that it's okay if we put some nano things on you and you just act like a robot it's okay and then and then I remember when you t- um you know from our exchange of email you even told me go and look at the advertisement for is that one of the state farm insurance, right? And one of the insurance advertisements that it's like as a motorcycle, a guy living in the motorcycle, and he's half motorcycle and he's half human. So, you know, it's all, all of this come, coming back to my critical thinking. And same thing as when we love this movie. The whole world loved this movie. E.T., right? Extraterrestrial. But then I remember one African-American brother when I was studying, i just beginning to study, know thyself, to heal thyself. When I came to United States, he, made, he and some of them made a comment, isn't that movie interesting? It seems so easy to be friendly to an extraterrestrial being rather than to your neighbor who might have a different view than you or to a neighbor who may look different from you. So all of this, like, geez, we've been duped for all those years. And I think a lot of these satanic things happened way, way, way before. And so for for Steve's concern and question about, I'm always, uh, I tend to be an optimist. I always try to see that power in us, that we are part of that, our foundation is, consciousness, and that consciousness is pre-substance, that at some point, no, I don't believe that all of us will survive this, only the strong in spirit and in their heart will survive, so I'm sorry, so if any of you wants to survive this, that's what you have to reflect inside, and maybe some may keep thinking about ascension, but I remember one of the... uh, person I follow through is before even ascension, go to incension. go first to yourself and see what do you believe in. Okay? And I'm going to let Harmut in.
3: (laughs) I want to share one information while I was listening to you. I have listened that, uh, I, le- I read that uh, the evil side is on this plan for 6.5 billion years. I don't know whether this figure is true, but this was a, a, a figure what I read. And uh, so this is a very long time. So <laughs> we we are only 50, maybe 70 or 80 years here and we have to conquer against someone who has since 6.5 billion years here. And this is, um, so this is the way how I see it. And we have to be quite good if we try to conquer this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And and it's just in the, what 19th, early or late 1800s and more so early 1900s that it's literally the so-called powers to be are putting it out there. They're more brave. They just, as Celeste said, they want it faster. So it's right out there. So if us, we just, just have that critical eyes. And again, if I share to you little things that I do for myself, when I put my eye makeup, I say, let me see the things that I need to see. If I put anything on my lips, let me speak the words that I need to speak. So all of this, I kind of connected there. And when we've talked about the water, why? Uh, we're 99% water molecule. So those those who don't have good intentions know that and will use that against us or for their benefit. So they can keep restructuring the molecule because that's where emotions store. That's where and emotions are that heated part that is the pre-substance. And eventually, so it's like even with the water. And they said that before we, Talking about the water outside, keep thinking about our water inside. Okay, so, oh, well, so many things we can do day to day.
1: So you're talking about water. I'm just gonna. Um, I don't know. You see us. Uh, change all the water molecules. <laughs> do you mind if I share a screen for a minute? Sure, uh, Okay. So I don't know I'll if I try, can do anything. I'll try, <laughs> I'll try pushing it and see if it works, screen share, then I hope I can uh select the window. Do you have all Let's the specific if topics about water? we can do it with no less? technical issues. Yeah, issue. just a sec, just a sec, okay, hold on, okay, so. I have to go back to here. I just had it up here a minute ago. Now I have to. So here's part of what I'm going to show. This is what's coming in January. Um, I don't believe that this one's out yet. So this is going yeah, it's not. uh, Oh, I guess some uh, some of it is out. Um, Here are some of the things on water. These are, this is all about water and let me go back to, oh, so this particular thing is all about water and how they're going to restructure water. Um, all sorts of things from disinfection to... Um, hydrophobicity um, to everything, the nanoparticles in the water. So I just thought that I'd show that to you that they really are working on this stuff. And then, of course, if you go to the World Economic Forum, they also have a section on water and what they're doing to water. Uh oh, they couldn't see the screen. Oh, well.
0: But go ahead. Keep just describing it to us. Give us the highlight.
1: So basically it was a big water drop and it just goes into showing um, what they're doing for restructuring the water just like they are restructuring the light and restructuring all of creation into the image. A satanic engineered um, world or what we might think of as a parallel world so.
3: Is this also the technology where the water has more levels than the three which we know which we already know? For example, um, we know gas, we know frozen and we know liquid and they uh, they have much more levels than than we know. Is this is this the technology?
1: no, it's more about breaking the water down to the molecular level and re-engineering it. That's from the DAR-
0: DARPA side, or that's from the World Economic yeah, Forum? That,
1: it's not only DARPA. It's like researchers, scientists. Um, it's just a collaborative effort uh, across the across the research network. So on, on, on the other hand, I'm sure there's a small group of
0: people because I know one of them who has who continue to develop as as I began with our pad power when I said truth crush the earth will always rise because if you notice it from the history, you know, like Rife, right, Tesla, the one or two or three will always come out beyond what. Most normal people would know, and so it always our, our human divine nature always trying to come up with something that we can realize. And again, for us who are open to to solutions beyond our 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 narrow imagination, beyond what they keep telling us, we will find it. We find it because it is there. The solution is there, but it is of course they have to stop make find a way to cut it just like we know some some uh active uh advocates or doctors from eons never survive but they leave some legacy they leave something that now other people can move move on and work on it so it is out there scalar waves technology etc and plus so since Since all these are happening from all angles, I think we too should approach it in all different angles, but always remembering that the divine creation does not sleep, does not stop.
1: And that we can impact by our very presence. Um, So I'm reading some things on energy um, healing and energy medicine. And it's really exciting because you just your presence next to another person. Um, if that person is deficient or defective in some way, like they're maybe they've got a heart problem, maybe their circulatory system isn't good, maybe their brain isn't working so good, maybe spiritually they're not in a good place. Just your presence alone, you standing near them, you don't even need to touch them just standing near them begins to heal their being. Um, that's why it's so important, even in this time of this social isolation that we're supposed to do, that we do interact and we be present and with other human beings, because we. that's part of our healing. It's part of our bioelectric field that we each have in our body. And I just, I, you know, when I think about this restructuring of the water, um, I think about the work of Dr. Amoto. And when he thought good thoughts, loving thoughts, positive thoughts, the water formed crystals that were very intricate, very detailed, very beautiful. And then he had another set of water and he would say, I hate you and evil thoughts and cursed thoughts and whatever. I I don't know. Um, And it basically the the center, it was like the detail melted away. It got holy. Um, It was like this mass twisted thing uh, with no detail. So just no matter what situation we find ourselves, whatever assault comes upon us, even in restructured water or maybe uh, relationships or whatever, um, if we think loving thoughts, um, positive thoughts, and just, you know, stand firm in our faith, Um, That's going to bring that healing not only to ourselves but to all those that we come in contact with. And all of you are influencers, Um, whether you you're either going to influence for the positive or you're going to influence for the negative. And I believe that the people listening to this right now are influencers for the positive. And so we can bring that energy and healing uh, to the world.
3: I would like to come back to the to the to the future to close future again concerning the uh, tests and for example also the um, the vaccination because it's a messenger RNA vaccination and the situation is for a messenger RNA vaccination you don't need a needle you, it's it is only you, you it's only nasal it's only uh, you don't need it and my question is why do they do or why, um, if they do all the tests, which is already by the hydrogel and everything else, kind of vaccination, why do they need the other vaccination as well?
1: It's more concentrated, it's more concentrated, so um, it's going to get the job done faster. So, I believe that that's why.
3: Oh, okay because it's a, I think it's the same thing
1: am I right? Pretty much. I mean there's many more elements to the vaccine that the test does not have. but as far as all practical purposes, you know some of the damage is already done. So should we are we ready to go down the vaccine uh, rabbit trail or not yet?
2: Yes, please do. I think as do. I was, I was like, yeah.
1: Okay. So um, let's, double, let's,
0: let's, let's double check. Hold on. Hold on. Let's double check again our our um whatever we need to mute <laughs> so that I could hear. So because your war again, people need to
1: okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, aborted baby cells. And of course, many of us should find that really offensive in the first place. But recently it's come out that it is aborted male, white, Caucasian, specifically cells. Now, what does that do to the human body? Well, I did some research because I thought, well, that's kind of strange that it's so specific that it's only white male Caucasians. So what that does in a body is, one, it will impact your immune system. Two, it it creates a psychological stress in in a human body. Um, Those particular cells are kind of responsible for psychological stress. And they also induce and amplify fear. So that's pretty scary. So they've got this all metriced out. They know that that's part of it. So what else is in this vaccine? So you've got your basic humanized mouse. Now what's a humanized mouse? A humanized mouse has human organs, human immune system, human blood, it's basically a human in a mouse suit. And so those cells are going to be going into this vaccine. Um, if you're a Bible believer in the beginning in Genesis, it says do not cross the species. And realistically, whenever cultures began crossing species, like they say the Atlanteans and different other um civilizations in time, uh, across species, uh, there was a judgment and a destruction. Um, Another thing are humanized plants. So what's a humanized plant? Well, a plant has a vascular system. It's similar to our circulatory system, but they've injected it with human cells. So it is a plant that has human proteins floating in it. So they're going to add that to it then um, I'm going to say if the quantum dot and the quantum um, or the hydrogel for last, there are also sterilization chemicals in the vaccine uh, to sterilize every man, woman and child on the planet. So that only le- uh, the only way to procreate uh, for these new humans going forward is in the lab. Uh, so that there's no mistakes, there's only lab-generated new humans. And then there is something that is um, on, from a mandate from the United Nations, there is a cocktail. Now that word should ring a bell in all of your ears because when President Trump uh, got the pathogen he was, we were told that he got a cocktail of drugs. What were these drugs? We were not told, but now we know that the cocktail of drugs is to combat non-communicable disease or NCD. And the United Nations does not want um chronic disease, the burden of chronic disease, they say it, it burdens the healthcare system, it wastes money. So what they're going to do and the different companies are going to put their own proprietary blend or cocktail of these non-communicable disease drugs in each vaccine. So what what do is it going to fight? Uh, heart disease, stroke, obesity <clears throat> Um, diabetes, things like that. But we're not going to be told what is in there. And then there's the different adjuvants that we're all familiar with that, you know, aluminum, mercury, who knows what else they're going to put in there. So now let's go back to the quantum dot and um, the um, hydrogel. So I'm going to take you... To in the Bible to Genesis, really quickly. So, when Moses goes up on Mount Sinai to get the Ten Commandments, we all think of Charleston Heston carrying down the granite, you know, tablets with the writing on them uh, that we saw in the Ten Commandments. And, but it's in Jewish tradition, it has always been a saf, two sapphire cubes. And we can find evidence of this from Genesis where it says under the throne of God was sapphire. And in the in the Hebrew Jewish tradition, the writing was not on the outside because then Moses could have graffitied and written anything. The the writing was actually as the sapphire was formed inside the sapphire okay so that kind of gives you the biblical background of course satan always wants to counterfeit what god has so i ran across in the scientific journals sapphire nano cubes there you go and so what is a sapphire sapphire nanocube so it it takes a a substrate and then there's um a process called lithography Lithography is writing, my friends, and they are writing messages. Uh, they are writing. They're signing it like in ancient times, like in Michelangelo's time and different different other times. Uh, when an artist did work, they either put their signature or their picture in. So they are writing messages in these these nanocubes and. What else they're writing, I believe, is a transfer of ownership. As a matter of fact, I had somebody on the inside that said, when this transfer of ownership uh, comes about, I will let you know. And I believe that person was taken out. Um, I did not hear, but I did get, um, I did read this uh, about the the lithography. So you can type in. Uh, nanocubes lithography and then it's it's sealed it's encrypted so that it's secret it's a secret message and okay so that's the start so there's all these little nanocubes in the syringe that you are going to get the vaccination with and what if they do is they go into your body and they assemble Um, there are 33 classes of robots Each one has a different mission, and um, we can go into that at some point. And then they start to swarm. That's a DARPA signature. So they swarm throughout your body. These robots go into action, and depending on what they're told to do, they, they have cantilevers, they have clamps, they have all sorts of stuff. There's pyramids, there's all sorts of stuff. Anyway, it holds this synthetic, um, it's a fusion, it's a nanoparticle, and they've learned to fuse biological life and robotics with a hollow belly inside. And, uh, you know, at some point we can, when I learn how to share screen on this, we can do that. Um, and... So they are cleave to your blood cell, maybe an organ, whatever, and they propagate and they swarm just like the drones in the Slaughterbots. And then that goes up to your brain and it takes over your brain. But moving back, what I want you to think about is think of a water balloon. So the balloon is kind of small. And then as you add water, it grows, right? So this is what is basically happening inside your body. What is happening is the hydrogel or quantum dot is harvesting your fluid that God gave you to be healthy and makes up your biological self It's harvesting it. And so it is growing like the water balloon inside of you and your biological self is withering and dying. It's just it's just doing that. Then it um, crosses the blood brain barrier and it takes over your brain. Now, do we have an example of this? Yes, we do. Um, A mother contacted me after I did my hydrogel um, video. And she said, contact me anytime, day or night. My daughter died of this. So I did contact her. It was East Coast. And she relayed the following story to me. She had a baby in 1986. She was a poor family. They were a poor family. And um, she dutifully got her children the vaccines. Um, I can't remember which vaccine it was, but I think it was a booster. And then her daughter began to wither away. Well, her daughter needed brain surgery. So, through a, of course, that was a long process. I'm fast forwarding it so you don't have to hear all the details. But she ended up in the office of Dr. Ben Carson, the one, the neurosurgeon who ran for president in the United States, and he did brain surgery on little Julie. So, Barb, the mom, asked, what did you find? And he said, I don't know what I found. All I know is that it her whole brain was glue. Every nook and cranny was glue. And it went down her spinal cord and throughout her nervous system. He was so distraught. He like called in and collaborated with other doctors. It was written up in the medical journals of the day but nobody knew what it was because it was a secret black ops project. This was the alternative to invasive implanting chips in people's brains by surgery. This was the a, a beta test. So little Julie uh, was born in 1986 and she died in 2003, unfortunately um, from hydrogel. So that is, The first case. Um, There are people now getting the AstraZeneca. um, They're in the one lady has put up an SOS on Facebook and she has these terrible sores on her feet. Now, to be um, a participant in one of these studies, you have to sign a disclaimer. Uh, holding the vaccine company, not liable that you realize that you're a, a Guinea pig, blah, blah, blah. She probably got a minimal amount of mo- some, some of money. I don't know what the particulars are. Most of the time you are forbidden from talking about that. But what she did is she got um, these sores afterwards. And so she's, and She's terrified, and she can't get rid of them. She doesn't have money, so she's started a GoFundMe to um, have some, uh, to get the finances, to get somebody to help her. The problem is, she asked for this. She volunteered for this. It's in her body, and there is no doctor on the face of this earth that is going to be able to help her. I don't care if she had billions of dollars, she would not be able to get any treatment. This is not going to go out. A lot of people say borax, this and that. And I've heard some things and maybe possibly it might a cleanse might do a tiny bit, but it's not going to stop what you have let loose in your body. And this is actually uh, predicted in the Bible, I believe it's Revelation 16:2, that people that do get the mark of the beast get these noisome sores. Just like what is happening to this woman who is on Facebook and uh, GoFundMe um, and there's other people having severe reactions and health problems from both the testing and the vaccines. So that's basically a, a one-on-one on the vaccines and what's in them. Um, of course, we've got also enzymes like uh, I can never say it right, lucifer Um, You know, which is you know all these things are deliberate names. So there's a lot of components in it. Yes, there's maybe 200 different vaccines in process right now, but they're all going to have the same basic um, format because that's what the UN, I mean, this has been planned for a long time. So are there any questions about that, the vaccine? I'll share
0: first, Harmut, let me share first a comment from a viewer. And that's from Jill McGregor. He said, We, and our bodies are the highest technology ourselves. We need to keep our minds strongly focused on that. They're only trying to harness our frequency and our deepest connection to source because they don't have that, especially via the shut in the arm and other methods. The shut in the arm has serious stuff in it, which, you know, Celeste already detail- gave that details. Like the norm, if you could. Uh, even called the previous ones normal. <laughs> okay, so that's it. Go ahead, Harmut. Uh,
3: one question. Do you know anything about the Sputnik Five um, vaccination from the Russians? Because this is a vaccination which is not accepted by the United Nations or by the WHO. And uh, for this reason, I thought this would be um, not fit in this in this cluster.
1: I think at this point, I would not trust any vaccine. And actually there's deployment of these substances now going into food and also medications that people take um, and also aerosolized into the air. So this is a real war and this is a real assault. This is actually an edict against biological life. And they they intend to change it. And as this one um, astute uh, viewer is noted, is a harnessing um, of our life. And they evil wants to harness our life. So I am not familiar familiar with that, but I am seeing that they are branching out because they know that there's a big resistance to the vaccine. So uh, they're gonna they're bound and determined to get it anyway into us any way possible.
3: So also by chemtrails, I guess, because we already have 50 or 50,000 particles, another particles in us, as well as phosphorus so that they can make five G uh, three three D hologram uh, no three D analyzers by by the five G antennas. Is that correct?
1: Yes, um, the most of the nanoparticles in us right now are sensors. They are sensors, but they are not aggressively they're not swarming and taking over our body. They're just kind of sitting there reporting to the powers that be. Um, And you were correct. The frequency is what gives the nanoparticles their marching orders. Um, That's how the particles know what to deploy. In this hollow belly of these nanoparticles, they can deploy poisons. I believe that the recent uh, Russian poisoning was a beta test of this. They could uh, deploy um, uh, a bacteria, a virus, a fungus, uh, some hybrid thing that we don't even know yet. And also they can deploy explosives. And this comes, that information comes to us from the NASA Strategic Issues Warfare 2025 document. There is a sanitized version and there is the full version. Uh, I think the full version is 114 pages. So if you look, uh, do a search for that, uh, get the 114 page one and make sure that it includes this. the information on SmartBest, And it will tell you that it is akin, these, these small nanoparticles um, have like equivalent of multiple TNT. So they can actually, uh, we could spontaneously combust. So. um,
3: Uh, Do you know whether these sensors in us, do they work with scalar wave technology or do they work with Hertz frequency?
1: um, Scalar. But not God's, you know, but I don't think I believe that there's verses in the Bible that help us overcome. Like I, I claim that I am a new creation in Jesus Christ every moment of every day and that he is constantly regenerating me. That doesn't mean I should go out and drink poison and that and be a fool or take the vaccine. I have people that say, well, Jesus is bigger than the vaccine, so I can take it. Well, it says, if you take the mark of the beast, and I can't say categorically it is or not, but it has all the, you can't buy or sell without it, you know, all of this type of thing um, that, so it says if you take the mark in in the Bible that you drink, the uh, you are drinking the wrath of God. So he's not going to help you if you deli- if this is the mark of the beast and you deliberately take it, you're lost. Your 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 name is blotted out of the book of life instead of being a human.
3: So. The question why I asked this is because there are, for example, um, mosquito net which ha- which contains uh, silver, and with this net you can um, you can block Hertz frequencies, yeah, but uh, I found out that you cannot block scalar waves.
1: And that's interesting that you mentioned that, because as I was doing my uh, my homework yesterday uh, for like this breaking thing on the magnetism and all that, um, I actually learned that Tesla actually became um, electromagnetically uh, sensitive. He became uh, there's people that are electro sensitive to electromagnetic. They're actually allergic to it. Um, that at the end of his life, he actually became one of those people. Of course, they didn't know in his day. Now there's the whole field of environmental medicine. And I, you know, we were seeing patients in the 90s that were electromagnetically sensitive. But it was interesting. um, And they they also, in the book that I'm reading right now, um, we're talking about that if you put yourself in a Faraday cage, um, and and to block out frequencies from the outside that it actually in, interfered with your biological. Uh, the functioning of your body because you were not getting things like the Schumann resonance, the the frequency that the earth gives out. And these other biological fields that we come in contact, the normal ones, like for instance, your biological field interacting with my biological field, that that was not happening in a Faraday cage situation. And so these people suffered a lot and I'm documenting Exactly. They had heart problems. They had um, uh, sleep problems, and it really interfered with their biological function. So,
3: it is this is already this case that, for example, at the moment we don't have the 5G technology completely, but they they have they have changed the normal antennas in 5G technology. And interesting this is so far, as I know, the um, the frequencies of this 5G goes in, um, in correlation with our iron atoms. And so we are not able to, to transport oxygen through our blood. And then we have problems to breathe.
1: Yes. And then that's compounded by the swarming of the nanoparticles in our body, which is what I believe the early patients of COVID had was not really pneumonia. And the doctors and nurses were saying it didn't act like pneumonia, but that it was a swarming of the nanoparticles creating masses that were pneumonia like, but not pneumonia. So it was like a drone swarm. It's really important. You guys see, watch that Slaughterbots to see that, because it gives you a visual about what's happening on the molecular and tiny, tiny level inside of our bodies.
0: It's fascinating how the questions from our audience comes, because it's, it, it before even they can hear what you have to say, because George said, isn't 5G part of the equation to activate functions in the vaccine?
1: Yes. And actually, it's not only 5G. This whole thing is there's a unique planetary alignments unfolding in the next little, you know, over the weeks and months and years to come. And in the research papers, they are actually calling upon the stars, calling upon the stars and their sweet influences to potentiate and amplify the effect of this. Um, vaccine. So that's why they want it deployed at certain times, because there are influences of the stars. Uh, It mentions this in the Bible. I know that for me, I have insomnia. But when it's a, a full moon for three days, I cannot sleep. I I can be in a darkened room with where there's no light whatsoever. But my body, for some reason, it just knows that it is the full time of the full moon the day before the day of and the day after. And I now I just throw up my hands and, you know, I used to fret about it. Now I just get up and work or whatever, you know, I'll read or pray or whatever. I don't get myself all worked up. So it does actually influence us. I am got to dig back into those to see it's not astrology. The stars, um, the planetary alignments actually do impact our biological life. And that's part of this magnetism study that I'm doing right now.
0: Okay, thank you. And let me share again what Dragon Slayer said on YouTube. And I want to keep sharing it because this isn't just, this isn't about us. We want people to keep being engaged. So he says, I will be in an ethereal uh, frequency. I believe it's all about frequencies. Our natural ethereal frequency is being taken over by the man-made evil frequency. Our pineal gland is our receptor to the natural eth- ethereal frequency. They want to go over right this. And um, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned about Um, Celeste, you just mentioned about the moon, but lately, okay, what I may have to say, um, I don't know, maybe other people heard it already, but I'm going to keep studying it. I just heard from someone that I'm following and who who has gone out of their body experience and who went into their, you know, uploaded their consciousness and he says, and been studying that and referred to the Dogon tribe in the african tradition and says the moon is not organic the moon so they have a whole teaching on before the time before the moon because they said the moon is being used to influence us because they know now that the moon can influence water molecules and and at one point in our world's existence we were mostly water, so there's all these theories that we even came from from the ocean, and you know things like that. So again, as one or two people I tr- I, I respect would always say, the truth is stranger than fiction. But then, would you rather live in lies than truth? So anyway, so <laughs> the moon. <laughs> So all those moon aficionados, I don't know, I'm just sharing you what I'm trying to understand and be that critical learner.
3: I want to I want to add something to this. Um, in the African meteorology, they, the meteorology goes more than 20,000 years back. And there was a time with no moon. We had here a very uh, springtime. And with the creation of the moon, which has a connection to Saturn, then we got the male energy on this planet. This is known by the African meteorology, and um, the situation is that, uh, uh, yeah, we have to f- we have to face uh, the situation. And and the 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 frequency of the human body, in order to to heal the cells, is 432 hertz. This is the D- this is the frequency of the DNA in order to in order to get a healing process. So there is music, if you can find music with 432 hertz, then it's uh, then it's a healing process which can support the DNA in reconstructing itself.
0: Did you say 430 frequency?
3: 432, 432.
0: Sometimes I write down notes and share it to the public (laughs) for 32 hertz. Okay.
5: And just uh, because you were on about the 33, and uh, like, uh, you know, we know the Masons, everything is 33, and you mentioned about 33 on the bots. Like both Steve and myself, we've got Rife machines, you know, that was like Royal Raymond Rife. Surely the frequencies can be used to actually terminate this you know if we have to try and look at if somebody has got the injection or have got the you know the pcr test like whether you reverse engineer engineer anything rather than saying okay those that are awake push to the side i mean there has to be ways there is there is more teslas out there there is some incredible engineers out there that are fighting this so Like I want to look more on the positive side instead of saying, yeah, you're on that side We're this side, I actually believe that everything is able to be stopped, reversed, reverse engineer everything. So
1: I do once again have the biblical worldview that says um, that if, if the days were not cut short, that there would be no flesh left alive. And I believe after looking at the documents and what's flowing into my email box, Um, that that is a very accurate statement. I believe that Satan tried once before in Genesis 6 to taint the blood supply. And um, he was unsuccessful of tainting the whole blood supply, thereby uh, relegating humanity to the dark side. Um, But this is his final chance to do that. And so that he's given free reign, and then we have free choice and we can make conscious decisions of faith. I do believe that there are things that can probably mitigate um, some of this, um, but it's all new. And there's, you know, no, it, you're right, they're very intelligent people out there, and where there's a will, there's a way. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really thinking that once. So the frequency and the Royal Rife is on frequency. I don't know what the frequency would be for a nano sin bio. So it must, it does have a cloaking device because that's why it does. Our body does not recognize it as foreign. So it doesn't attack it. Um, It's the the frequencies coming in that give it the marching orders. We could probably manipulate that a a tad. Um, But the best to me solution is, you know, if you know that it's going to change you from a human to a synthetic entity, why even mess with it? Why go down that path to start with when it's so I mean, Yes, there's gonna be consequences. No, you may not be able to go to the cinema. You may not be able to go to the grocery store like me, but I'm a human and I wanna be a human. I wanna stay a human. I don't wanna be a, a synthetic creature. You know, I, I don't even wanna go there, so. So
3: for the, but the, um, okay, sorry for being negative, but the situation, but at the moment for the normal people, the solutions are quite limited if they work from the first of January with aerosols, and all the and all our food supply will be poisoned with this kind of stuff.
1: That's why I believe in biblical promises, um, like okay, so I mentioned the regeneration, or, or you know, I'm a new creation. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Um, different, and you can confess. You can if you accidentally took the the test um, and you should You later found out that it was dangerous, maybe you didn't know when you got the test, uh, then you could confess your sin. That doesn't mean you won't have biological cons or physiological consequences for taking it. Um, and, you know, there was one other thing, but it just went right out the brain. <laughs> Um, let's see what are some of the other things um, it'll come to me and then I'll just blurt it out but it was along the same line of some of the hopes that we have in in our faith um, but it's it's what happens sometimes
4: <laughs> if, if everyone wakes up then that's the solution because basically it's We're allowing whatever's happening, whether we believe it or not. So, um, you know, the solution lies within each one of us to see what's happening and to mentally, as in prayer, just say, I do not consent. And that's almost enough to stop the frequency from lowering.
1: And to give you the courage also to say no and to endure whatever consequences. I would much rather endure some physical consequences um than to get this thing inside of me and have it running havoc inside my body and taking over i yeah. you know it, it, i plan on re-
4: it not being mandatory and it not happening so that's that's my vision
1: so mandatory that mandatory is really an interesting word so you need to know, at least in the United States, and this is going to be, they love word plays. They just love semantic games. Of course. So it, the hallmark of all federal programs in the United States is a voluntary program. But it's volu- a coercive voluntary. So it's like not paying taxes. You don't pay your taxes. You know, you're going to go to jail. You're going to have everything con confiscated. So in a way, yes, it's voluntary, but no, it's not voluntary. Um, So I, I believe that that's the type of voluntary system that we'll have that. Okay. If you won't voluntarily get the vaccine, you can't, you can't live in your house. You can't buy food. You can't have access to medicine. You can't have a job, blah, blah, blah.
4: Yeah. Well, there's a way to challenge the IRS because uh, taxes are voluntary, but you, have, you cannot be a person or a citizen. You have to be a living man or a living woman and you have to know how to speak and you have to yeah, authorize your birth certificate and file a UCC 101 and do all these things, but then you can't exist in the system, like you said. So they hang that over your head. So who knows? But I mean, uh, co- consciousness can shift the timeline as well. If, if enough people see the bullshit, then that's all that's all that's needed every breath can change a timeline
0: um, I let agree. Me share again let, let me share one of the comments again and I'm glad we're having this conversation uh, I know it's been more than an hour but I know that others would want to be with us but they had other uh, other events to attend to but now they're catching up so we can continue. And he is a Shaolin master. And he says, uh, this is from Shi Deru, is that various presentations are freedom of speech for all to discern and see. Various vibration of energy for human frequency interaction and connection is good for all to wake up. So, and it, again, it boils down to our choices. And here, the choice is here, people are speaking up, people are coming together from all walks of life. So as listeners and viewers, so what's your choice? As Steve said, you can't do a lot if you're no, no longer a human being. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Are you talking to me?
0: Anyone, Chris?
2: Oh. Um, we're talking about consequences and all that. I mean, well, what is life in itself? It's it's choice and consequence um, on a daily basis, and that be- becomes negative or positive. And I know what, like, we're unveiling the truth and getting information out there, and that's as much as we're trying to play our part in all this. I know a lot of it sounds like, you know, doomsday and negative and all this kind of stuff we talk about, but obviously we have to talk and get this information out to people first. It's it's vital, you know. I know plenty of people that want to put their hands over the ears and, oh, don't tell me. It. it sounds awful. I don't want to know about it. I just want to get out of my life. But I, But I'm telling you, it's not. You can't just get on with your life. like. You have to know this information, this stuff out there, because it will affect you either directly, indirectly. It will come from you one way or the other. But just touching on what roy was saying there as well, like uh, a positive for, like, we're all awake. None of us are going to take the vaccine. And for people watching at the moment, um, I don't know how awake they are, if someone may be sitting on the fence at the moment, but we've taught a lot of vital information today as well. Like, my, me personally, these agendas, as we know, have been, you know, COVID-19 happened, was not a, a random event, or anything like that you know this you know this is well planned in advance by all sorts of measures and areas we could go into but we just wouldn't have the time to get into them all but for people that are listening at the moment like to give them some bit of hope or some bit of like what can I do or positivity to the world me and what I've studied and looked at for years and years I believe that the they're they're going they're ending up in a train wreck for want of a better word. So I do believe the wheels are starting to fall off it. I believe that's why censorship is going through the roof at the minute because they're scrambling as much as they can um, to the opposition, which is always against them, um, to get uh, to get any information out at all. That's why maybe the, the grid can go down, the electric grid, right? and all that will go down overnight. And like you're saying, it can come back up and we'll have to sign in and it'll be the case of, you know, the blockchain, which is all planned as well. Um, you know, the World Economic Forum, loads of them have been talking about this system for a long, long time. Um, but I think, as again, for people watching that, um, there, is, there is hope, there is positivity. As you know, David like and many other people have said at the end of the day, these psychopaths who are controlling all this and we can go back into all them and who they are and all that. I mean, you know, like Bill Gates is just a frontman for him. He's the, he's the name, but he's just a frontman for what actually is going on, be it the Rockefellers, or Rothschilds, all the people that are there in the background. But as David like many other people have mentioned, you know, years gone by as well, there's so few of them. As he said, you could even fit him inside in one room. There's billions of us. So I know the way we're sounding, it's like the few of them have basically the control over the billions. And yes, it's been very obvious in the last couple of months. The thing that's frightened me is the complicity of humanity Um, in, in the last couple of months. That's the frightening part for me, not any alleged virus or anything else that's going on that way. But um, I do believe that pushing forward on what we're doing and getting information out, like we are doing today, and talking about share, share, shares, Grace, and other people are saying, get out to as many people as possible. Um, And like you are saying, Les, maybe the stuff will go down on the 1st of January. Um, but. We, we will keep pushing on as uh, as much as we can, and um, I know it sounds frightening with the food supply and chai, uh, supply and all that coming in January for people, and they're worried now, now everything they're touching the shop, will there be something infected in it, but um, do you have anything to say? I know you touched on it as well. For those kind of people, you know, that are not awake, they can't, I mean, it's, it's years since I was asleep, and so it's, it's almost hard for me to get my mind back into those shoes as to how you were asleep for so long because when you wake up it's like sitting in the front in the in the car you will never ever look in the rearview mirror again you'll just keep going further and further down that rabbit hole until you get more and more information i'm constantly once to see a headline or whatever it is i will consistently strip back layer after layer after layer and i'll always find the money trail i'll always find the same few culprits again time and time again they're all there to be seen but for people who don't think for themselves can't open their mind for whatever reason is there anything you can kind of give to them um positive kind of going forward because i mean there is billions of us and there's so few of them
1: so be encouraged you are human um we can celebrate humanity and that's a really good thing There are things that we can do to retain our humanity. That's doing random acts of kindness, whatever your gift is. You know, you could be a wonderful artist. Maybe you could um, do beautiful artwork to encourage people. Maybe you do beautiful song work and lift the spirits of some of us weary people that are in the trenches. Um, Maybe you make a a fabulous killer meal. You're great at cooking. I could use you to come bring me over. Cause I forgot to get something out for dinner today. Cause you know, I'm working at this all the time. And like today I messed up and I forgot to get something out for dinner. Um, we can use our gifting. Uh, oh, I've got to tell you this because it just touched my heart. So one of uh, someone that follows my work, um, she sent me an email and it had four pictures of beautiful quilts. Now you gotta know, I'm a pioneer woman. I live an 1880 lifestyle. I have an Amish wood cook stove. I heat with wood. I make grow my own food and then I preserve it and then I make it from scratch. So I really am a pioneer woman living a, a 21st century war there doing it. And so she, she goes, I would like to bless you with a quilt. Would you be interested? And oh, I mean, if I, you know, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, I could quilt and I i have often wanted a quilt, but there's no time when you're working 22 hours a day against all, you guys all know this. And so she <laughs> offered to make me a quilt. And I thought now that is coming together. Maybe it might be a simple giving a smile giving um, a pat on the back, you know, a a book, a poem, I have someone that faithfully um, sends me poems, and they're always encouraging. So we can reach out to humanity, we can preserve humanity by celebrating being human, and not letting that those things that would change us from a human into us, we all have to be careful and we all have different lines in the sand. And I think that we need to respect each other's um, lines in the sand. Like maybe my line in the sand is very strict, but I want to give grace to you, Chris, because your line is a little bit different. I, uh, I What I'm finding is that right now, since the whole mask thing, people are not very tolerant of other people's lines in the sand. They, you know, it's either you be a cookie cutter of me or you're out the, you know, you're, I'm going to delete you from, or block you from my life. And I think we need to give each other grace that there is this normalcy bias um, in play. And what's a normalcy bias? It's that, we want it. We want normal. We like our patterns. We like our routines. I like it too. I would love to just tinker in my garden, take my little dog for a walk, tinker in the kitchen. But, you know, sometimes I feel I'm in a concentration camp because it's like I'm chained to my computer and war 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 and it's not only it's a multi-dimensional war and it's asymmetrical warfare it's like i'm battling in the physical but there's also the spiritual level and that's wearing on you but we have to realize we all have a normalcy bias, and that's where people um, can't see what we're talking about and i can give you a real good example so one time I was at the farmer's market and there were these two moms and they made the most delicious desserts you ever saw. They could have been on the any cuisine magazine, the front cover. They always sold out in an hour and I was always a bit jealous because I was selling soap and creams and lotions and that kind of stuff. It's heavy and it, it didn't sell like that. And, you know, in, in farmer's market, yeah, it's real busy, then it's quiet, that type of thing. And so I got talking to them during a, a quiet time. And I just mentioned just a cup like one thing, just one thing about the regulatory and the things that I had to negotiate in my business. And I got the, you guys all know it, the deer in the headlights, like right? they didn't catch it. They It went Woo, right over their heads. But it was providential. It was providential. So what happened the next week? At the towards the end of the farmer's market, the health inspector comes up to these ladies booth and they started grilling them. And the health inspector was a big, burly, masculine woman. And she's throwing her weight around because they like to be better Nazis here than the Nazis. And um, they said, do you have a permit for this? Do you have it? Did it, was it in a uh, commercial kitchen? And gave them the third degree. And you you could see the wheels about the conversation that I had last week. And they knew that they, you know, the thumb was on them. And they were able to take action. And what they did was we never saw them again. And I felt really bad because these women's desserts were the, you know, just the most lovely artwork, tasted good, the whole 10 yards. And so it was the consumer that lost. Um, So when you are sharing, and I know all of us that have been in this for a while, we want the fire hose. It's like it's coming at us at every direction and we're just like trying to get it out. But when we're dealing with people with normalcy bias, drop, drop drop, and that's excruciating for us, like just say one little thing, one little thing. And I mean, you're going to have to duct tape your mouth, I tell you. And if you're a writer, (laughs) you know, duct tape your hands, because that one drop has the power, if you've ever seen the power of a drop um, near a waterfall, it will eventually have a hole there, and it will carve a rock. But we have to be patient and we in that way they have time at their level to adjust for it another thing we need to be aware of is that there's something called an invisibility algorithm what is an invisibility algorithm it's been with us since pro- before 9 11 but it was heavily um, used during 9 11 and post 9 11. so what is it so i uh, got to get my fingers in the right way. So there's like four things that they get our focus on. And as long as they can get the public focused on those four things, they can change everything. And that is exactly what the World Economic Forum and the um, UN did. They can change religion, government structure, countries, the operating system of the world, everything. As long as these things, people are, you know, they're dangling. So right now, what do we have? We have COVID, we have vaccine, we have the Trump election. And I don't know what you want to think of the fourth one. I'm not a big news consumer, so I don't know what people are focused on. But if we can take one of those distractions and show people just like one drop of what's changing underneath then we can we have a chance to overcome or override as it were this invisibility algorithm but that's why people are responding that the way that they are it's and then we've got psyops um, are you guys familiar with my work on Dr. Gorodano, who I have nicknamed fondly as Dr. Evil? Sorry, no. So you need to check out his work. It's on YouTube. Um, he just did one last week, and he is evil incarnate. He is a policymaker, he's in the military um, at Georgetown, professor at Georgetown. Um, major psyops, major neural weapons, gives, he is very brazen. He is so brazen. I, 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 you know, every time he comes up, I show my viewers, you know, his newest post. And the newest one was about a week ago. And he basically said, you know what, if you don't go along with the program, I can slip something into your past. Uh, It might be in your credit might be in your medical records, might be in uh, government records. It could be anything. And with the deep fakes, and he goes, you will never know. But people will think you're a lunatic. And, and he said this in every one of his uh, his broadcasts. Um, he's very proud of it. The neurological psyop. There's also gaslighting. Um, and when the COVID whole situation, they were very proud about um, about uh, now I'm a phone ringing. Um, the fact that they were gaslighting the American people so uh, well, and the global the people at large. So um, hold on, it. I forgot to turn off I'm gonna turn this off as soon as that it finishes, but um, I forgot to turn off my phone. Um, so what are some of the other factors? Um, what's the name please? what uh,
0: what's the name of that person uh,
1: gorodno it's g o g i o d a n o. And it's best to look at his YouTubes, his first name is James. Another player that you really need to pay attention to is Dr. Philip Osterholm. He is Mr. Black Swan of Biological Weapons. Um, He does a a weekly briefing and you really need to listen to him. Okay, Steve. Thank Thank you. Have a good evening. Thanks for joining us. Have a good rest.
3: I think it's four <laughs> o'clock in the morning in Singapore.
4: <laughs> five, five, five. five <laughs> I'll see you uh, on another uh, cast. It's, thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
4: Okay.
3: okay. I'm, I'm very, Celeste, I'm very interested in these. What do you call this for the four invisible?
1: Um, It's the the invisibility algorithm. And if you want to look into it um, more specifically, and I would be happy to talk about it on any of your shows if you want. It's uh, capital letters, Carver, C-A-R-V-E-R, plus SHOCK. That is uh, one of the algorithms, and you can explore that. And if you have questions, I'd be happy to answer them for you.
3: Uh, I'm I'm calling. I'm, I'm thinking about this because uh, many years ago I worked in dowsing, for example, finding water lines and all that stuff. And the interesting thing is, every every animal and every human being has an energetic field around himself, which is a length of an arm. This is the private field. But if uh, this, if the if the human body gets in, in danger, anyhow, yeah, by microphones, uh, by mobile phones, or by any other situations, by 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 a knife is showing into my to my body, then the size of this energy field doubled. And the interesting thing is that in this moment, my I I think with the cerebellum, with the small brain. And I can only attack, or I can only run away. And this is the same what they do with the invisible frequencies, because they they bring our thoughts from the cerebrum to the cerebellum, and at that moment we cannot really think. And the the transition or what our human being makes so uh, unique is to think with the cerebrum. And um, and all the psychopaths, they can also not think with the cerebrum. room. And uh, many of these higher people are psychopaths. So because uh, you know, we're in Germany, we had a profiler who, who was taught by the Americans uh, doing profiling. And he asked a psychopath, can you, um, wait a minute, what's the word, can you, can you grieve? And <laughs> the psychopath said, yes, if I missed the bus. Yeah, so the situation is they don't have the emotional stability and the emotional power what we what we human beings have. But uh, to come in the cerebrum in thinking, this is the way how we can maybe find a solution for the situation.
1: So it's very interesting that you mention that because, um, there is uh, Dr. Evil Gorodano is very proud about his neural weapon programs. And one of these is like Twitter, you know, so they're trying to get us through just one or two words uh, to react. And that reacting is with our um, primitive brainstem, or uh, some people say it's the reptilian brain. And but there's a real neat YouTube to get that idea across if you're trying to get this across to your audiences. And one of those is Mike the Headless Chicken. Are you familiar with Mike the Headless Chicken?
4: i
3: think a little
1: (laughs) bit okay so mike the headless chicken was about in the 30s or the 40s and and, you know that's back when people like grew their own food and so he went out the farmer went out chopped the head off the chicken and the chicken lived and was walking around and it kept living um and it, it of course its head was chopped off but it was you know tried to peck with the chickens and it stayed with the other chickens And so the farmer actually this is a true story. Uh, You can find it on YouTube Fed it through, you know, down the esophagus with. He did it with tweezers and this chicken went into the circus, uh, went on road shows, uh, you know, was in all the in the newspaper, the whole thing lived for two years without a head and acted like a chicken. but it couldn't do advanced like you were talking about thinking it only had its brain stem. So the farmer had severed its brain brain, but it had the primitive brainstem. So you can watch Mike the headless chicken and that's a good way to get it. Uh, the concept over to people that you were having maybe a difficult time uh, saying, you know, maybe you've been uh, chemically or biologically lobotomized, and then really through technology there is some degree of lobotomy that has been performed on many of the people that are addicted to the technology thank you
0: thank you and so we'll be signing so signing off soon and i'll let roy close us okay
5: so thank you very much for your time celeste it was uh, wonderful and we, we'll all be uh, reaching out to you to get us on your show and just to you know take specific topics because this was a bit deep but you know people can listen to different versions of it what i would like to say just for different people because you know we're all podcasters we're all trying to get the message out just make sure that you share what we've done uh, just give us a thumbs up uh, comment because it makes a difference so myself and uh, Chris we do a, a weekly call we do an update I also do some with Hartmut so we're all collaborating we're all trying to get the message out Celeste I love what you're doing sharing the message I've, I've seen your video with uh, David Ike. it was very very good so just keep doing it as well and I think by just sharing the message with everybody there's no point in thinking doom and gloom because there's definitely more positivity than negativity and if we just keep like, forget about the chickens, you know, the headless. I've seen that. I've seen the picture as well. It's actually very interesting. The guy made a lot of money from it, and he was very disappointed when, when it died. That was the main thing that was annoying for him. So, like, some people are kind of, we used to say it before in Ireland, like, they're paid from the neck down. So, we need to kind of just remove that and get the brains working again and just share the message. So, thank you very much. Thanks for everybody for joining us, and we appreciate all the comments that come in. So, yeah, just stay in contact with Thank uh,
1: the different podcasters. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thanks to everybody. Thank you very much.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Take care. Bye.